0: Hello, everybody. Real quickly, I just wanted to kind of get um, something recorded right quick, kind of referencing a bit of a snafu. Uh, When we were originally going to release this episode, it was a little bit a while ago, and as a result of that, we've um, had some discussion about Mayday Mondays that's on this episode. Well, Mayday Mondays is now obviously on iTunes, so check it out. Um, it's now new episodes have been released. So check out those episodes, obviously, after you listen to this one. So um, leave us some feedback. You you got our email here on Clones.org Chronicles at gmail.com. You got uh, Spectacular Radio at gmail.com, MaydayMondays at gmail.com. Also, 818-925-6631 if you're in the continental U.S. and you're listening to this show. Uh, check it out. Leave us a voicemail. Let us know what show you're uh, leaving a voicemail for. We'll play it on that respective show. Also, leave us an iTunes review. Now that all the shows are on iTunes, we'd like to read some iTunes reviews. So, uh, without further ado, we will begin the next episode, episode 54. His name is Kane. Back in 2011, he helped Craven the Hunter return. The Grim Hunt meant that there was unfinished business. Now, in this episode, we tackle the final chapter of this epic story the final two issues that so much happened that the writers and editors couldn't do their jobs so join us here on csc as we wrap up the scarlet spider title from christos from chris yost once and for all episode 54 the yost finale whoa i don't think i even want to hear your story all of you must hear the scarlet spider story my name is Ben Riley.
1: I'm related to this reality's Peter Parker. How? I'm his clone.
0: Or maybe he's my clone. We're not sure. I'm the real Spider-Man. I don't know what kind of mind game this is, but I'm the real Spider-Man. The real Peter Parker.
1: You see? <laughs> Clones. I thought I was that clone. I tried to stay out of Peter's life by taking on a new identity. I dyed my hair, changed my name to Ben Riley. When I became a costume hero of the Scarlet Spider, it really made him angry. But the next big blow came from Dr. Kurt Connors. He discovered that, according to our genetic structures, it might be Peter who was the clone. And me, that was you over the edge telling repeatedly with utter passion this is starting to sound like a bad comic book plot it gets worse why didn't you just tell me i was a clone the cloning process has proven unstable you're a clone
0: welcome back clone heads to another edition of spidey-dude.com's flagship podcast clone shugger chronicles this episode we wrap up the yoost scroll spider title and to celebrate the occasion, I invited several co-hosts. But only one, brave soul, showed up. Ladies and gentlemen, the host of Mayday Mondays, Gerard De La Tour! Wow, that was a hell of an intro, man. <laughs> it's WrestleMania in a couple of weeks next I was gonna weekend, say so. you
2: you almost kind of went into like mean jean territory there. That was good.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I'll uh, I'll add the uh, effect like I did. I actually did that on the uh, Planet of the Symbiotes episode, which by the time you listen to this, it's already out. But we haven't quite released it yet when we're recording this. But I did like the uh, the echo when I did Planet of the Symbiotes. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Quite fun. But f- uh, first things first in this episode. Before we get to our uh, our, our review. Uh, there is some breaking news now. On the date of w- that we recorded this, March twenty ninth, twenty sixteen, seems that a s- the Scarlet Spider will be returning to the pages of the Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, released today, a teaser image showing Kane helping Peter fight against a mysterious enemy. Uh, my money on that is actually Doc Ock, considering it's the title is. Um, uh, yeah, th- okay, Dead No More is the is the new, uh, the fall. Spider-Man event because now we have to have events. Uh, this is the first time we've seen Kane since Spider-Verse crossover back in 2015 in the previous volume of Amazing Spider-Man. I cannot believe I'm saying that. Uh, but Gerard, your thoughts? You've seen the image. What do you think? Uh, I have I have no comment. <laughs> that,
2: that 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 is apropos of nothing. I'm not reading the book anymore, and I, this doesn't get me interested to go back or anything like that.
0: Yeah, here's the thing. I'll give kind of an explanation as to what's going on in the book for Gerard, and for those that are not reading Amazing Spider-Man right now, which if you're not, um, I I applaud you because quite frankly, this is the worst. This is the worst Spider-Man story I think I have read since I'm going to say since the Mackie Burn reboot. Oh damn, son! Like fundamentally. I, from a fundamental level, it's, it's it's almost as bad as Omit and One More Day, but the Mackie, in terms of not getting the character, and it's doing the complete opposite of what Mackie and Byrne did. But in terms of quality, it it really it's got good artwork, but the storytelling sucks. Basically, what's going on is is there's a subplot that's been that's floating around. Doc Ock is inside his consciousness is inside the living brain.
2: The living brain is in the living brain from, from Ditko era. Yes. Okay.
0: He is living brain. Whenever Doc Ock was superior, Spider-Man reprogrammed the living brain to be his servant. And so his memory, so his consciousness is implanted in the living brain. Nobody knows about it, but uh, every time the living brain makes an appearance, you see a little Doc Ock face on the screen because it's beating you over the head that this is the consciousness of Doc Ock.
2: Um, You can't see me right now, but I'm sitting there with my mouth slightly open and I'm ripping my temples.
0: Yeah, yeah. And and, um, so anyway, there's also a bunch of people coming back from the dead. We saw Martha Connors and Billy Connors show up. um, Some mysterious benefactors bringing all these characters that have been long thought dead back to um, help facilitate... A uh, a team up of some sort. The um, uh, the other character that's been brought back from the dead in the subplot is also Rhino. Uh, his wife that he died in the uh, that Rhino story during Brand New Day of the Gauntlet. Yep. Yeah, she's been brought back. So, um, which the fir- we we see the Rhino who we thought was actually dead. Also, so it's kind of wait. Since when is he supposed to be? Oh, right. probably Superior. Right? No, it was into the Earth. Really. I thought he died with uh, Silver Sable. You
2: know, I think I'm pretty sure I've read Ends of the Earth. Maybe my, my brain purged it.
0: It was purged, but anyway. So that's that's what's going on. That's why my uh, money's on Doc Ock and the teaser image. Apparently, the full image will be released. Dead, mo- the de- full Dead No More image will be released on uh, Free Comic Book Day with the Captain America um, um, Free Comic Book Day issue. Which is Wait
2: off. a minute. Wait a minute. Slow down.
0: <laughs> Minor editor's note. I know, sometimes I scare you when I jump in like that. But uh, when we released this episode, it was kind of speculating that the final part of the image was going to be put out with Free Comic Book Day. It actually was released later on that week. Um, In fact, one of the parts of the image was um, the Jackal and a Gwen clone, more than likely. So, um, because the Jackal kind of looks like a like the jackal from Egyptian lore, you know, with the jackal head and everything like that, so it's kind of... He was revealed basically to be the man in red, and um, he's drinking some champagne with uh, Not Gwen. So, Not Gwen! Not Gwen! All right, back to your regularly scheduled programming. Are you telling me that
2: the, the thing that was released today is a teaser for a teaser?
0: Mm, the full teaser will be released on with Free Comic Book Day, apparently. Uh, no, it's a teaser... For a teaser. Well, we live in an era where trailers of trailers come out, dude. F them. I'm serious. Like, that's the stupidest thing ever.
2: We're, we're, we're reaching new lows. New comic books are now $5.99. We're getting teasers for teasers. To hell with this business. I'm sorry. I just lost my mind for a second
0: there. <laughs> oh. Yep. So, uh, that's yeah. actually what's happening. Wow. So that is the uh, <clears throat> the news segment for this particular episode. This now uh, this, this is
2: why there hasn't been a new episode of Mayday Mondays in forever. Because I, I'm starting to actively hate comic books now. You guys have ruined it. You really have.
0: <laughs> well, we don't want you to... No, no we don't want that to happen. <laughs> it's a little
1: late.
2: <laughs> I'm not reading yeah. anything anymore. I stopped reading comics months ago. The only stuff I read are things for podcasts. And, and some, some old Judge Dread collections. That's pretty much it. Well, Spider-Girl is Spider-Girl, man. Well, I know. I mean, I like that stuff, but it's hard to get enthusiasm for any of it when you're picking it up. You're like, well, these stories are good, but, you know, <laughs> knowing in the back of my mind where it all ends up just makes me lose, it, lose heart for doing that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, I understand. All right, so we're, let's talk about Into the Grave. <laughs> uh... Which is
2: where the comics industry will be in 10 years.
0: Oh. <laughs> yeah, especially if more movies like batman versus superman keep getting released oh. damn
2: i'm not gonna touch that one because i haven't seen it yet but my god Ugh. my
0: god so many problems the, the the thing about that movie about this just real quick from an entertainment standpoint i i was entertained when i watched it but it was one of those movies when i started to really think about it it's like oh my god this thing sucks so every Zack snyder movie then yeah. He makes he makes movies for
2: drooling mongoloids to get excited about things like images flashing on the screen. But if you even mm-hmm. put an ounce of thought into it you realize what kind of utter stupidity you've just witnessed.
0: Yeah, I, I there was parts I liked. The Wonder, Wonder Woman in that movie was awesome. I refuse to believe that. <laughs> I re- no, no, I'm serious. Wonder Woman was actually legit awesome. Batman in the part where I, the, the final fourth of the movie felt like Batman finally. You mean when well,
2: he wasn't murdering everyone?
0: Yes. Okay. Um, Superman is wrong. <laughs> no, actually, <laughs> they've just gotten Henry him Calv- wrong. <laughs> no, no, Henry Cavill when they when they were not not in flashbacks, no dream sequences, Superman being Superman. Um, outside of the fight that everybody's seen because it got you know killed in the trailers, which is about ten minutes of the film, by the way. Um. What, Superman for the most part was right. Like they, they did it right. The par- parts with Clark Kent were good. The parts with Henry Cavill outside of the Batman fight were good. The the final battle was good. But again, it's one of those things where I, I just I felt like they tried to do too much in this movie. Again, it, it, Sony and and Warner Brothers did the exact same thing. They tried to cram as much as they could into this movie without letting the <sighs> movies be themselves when did sony do oh amazing spider-man too yeah okay that
2: that movie was a mess for other reasons though
0: well yeah but but i mean i finally saw it by the way and
2: oh my god i've never Uh, what you know that scene where gwen stacy oh i guess spoilers if you haven't if you haven't seen a movie that came out two years ago um you know the scene where gwen stacy dies yeah, the whole clock tower and plummeting to her death. I've never laughed so hard watching a superhero movie. It is <laughs> fucking hilarious. It's like they're in like a comical clock tower. There's like a Rube Goldberg situation going on. I'm like, this is hysterical. Like the whole like half a second of time that that so, that they slowed down to show you everything where the webs. It's like oh tick you see look, the gear turns the gear turns this thing it snaps this the web cracks here the thing I'm like this is so convoluted like this has to have been comedy right you know' you don't you they couldn't have tried to make that any funnier than that
0: <laughs> well honestly I didn't think they were gonna kill her off in the movie i I honestly thought they were gonna kill her off in three. I guess it makes so, you know. Now
2: that I think about it, it makes sense because I, I was in tears watching it, just not in the, because I was laughing so hard, not because I was feeling emotional.
0: Yeah, like like when I watched it in the theater, I thought, "Oh shit, they actually did it," and yeah, <laughs>
2: in the most worthless, unearned spot that you could put it in.
0: Yeah, uh, well, to me. To me they should have never uh, they should have never done the hairy stuff. But anyway. All right, getting back to the Harry was in that
2: movie? That was Evil Ed from from Fright Night.
0: <laughs> True story. God, that was the worst freaking costume. Uh I don't even okay. Enough about Amazing Spider-Man 2. <laughs> I'm so late. That was another one that like I was entertained, but then when I really started to think about it, I'm like, oh my god, there's so many problems with this movie.
2: <laughs> Not the least of which is that the green goblin looks like Billy Idol for some reason. Yeah.
1: <laughs> with a rebel
0: yell <laughs> just oh my god I may have to put that in the in the podcast I don't know what it is it with a rebel yell
2: because I've played like so, like the tail end of last year there were like two or three video games that had that on the soundtrack I'm like what is happening Billy <laughs> Idol needed
0: some money that's, that's all it's it boils down that
2: exact song too it's not like it's not like they slipped the white wedding in there just to mix it up a little bit it was rebel yell like all, every time what the hell
0: so uh all right, into the grave. Take three. Let's try this. Alright, let's 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 plow through this. We yep, have a lot of good material for the blooper reel. <laughs> there you go. All right, into the grave, part one of three. Chris Yost and Eric Burnham are the writers. Carlo Barret uh Barbetti? Barberi. 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 And David Bald Baldion are the artists. And uh all right, so into the grave part one on the recap page uh, mentions that Kane, uh, upon his recent return from an adventure in New York, a beaten demoralized Kane awoke to discover his face scarred, the same scars he had years ago when he appeared to be dying from a degenerative disease. Kane's new life is about to end. All right. So we go, we uh, go to the four seasons hotel, uh, kawash and boom, the, it is raining outside. So, uh, um the receptionist is um people are people are calling <laughs> people are calling uh, talking asking saying that Kane's you know going berserk again um because he remember he's the man in the presidential suite Araceli is up there Kane's uh hiding his face and he's like look at my face um
2: <laughs> what the hell was he turned into Christian Bale's playing him now
0: yeah, uh, I don't know why. So we we then cl- have a close up of his face, reflection in the TV, and you can see the scars. He's pissed off. He's dying again. So uh, Aristelli tries to tries to calm him down with her m- magic juju mind powers, and <laughs> that didn't go over well. Um, Kane then throws the <laughs> throws the couch out the window because he's you know saying that he's still just a monster that he pretended to be something else. Well, that's done. He's done. And he uh, tells Araceli quietly that he's sorry. Uh, a A shadowy figure Tell me if this if this sounds familiar. <laughs> this is
2: starting to sound like a Kane story.
0: <laughs> a shadowy figure follows Scarlet Spider as he's swinging off into the city.
2: <laughs> by the way, when he threw the the couch out the window, I was hoping for a really comical like panel or two, where, where the where the couch actually falls on the ground. You see like an arm and leg sticking out from under it or something.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. How many so people can... were killed by that? <laughs> so Kane's like, you know, he's talking about uh, the, the, he didn't make it two blocks before the guild sexed in. The, 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 the unexpected piece of Peter Parker floating into the surface, and all of a sudden he has a, a hell of a headache. and, um, Somebody's like, he lands on the ground and he's like, uh, rough landing superhero? And he's like, I'm not a f***ing hero. Well, they don't actually say it. but Well, neither they, did you. All yeah, I, exactly. I heard was yeah, that's a true story. Uh, and then we have the image that I think I talked about on uh, like episode 33 when this first came, preview image came out, um, which is Ben Riley Scarlet Spider, standing over Kane as Scarlet Spider, and um, saying that you'll get no argument from me. He's not a hero. Anyway, so then we cut to the Park Plaza Hospital where our uh, lovely Dr. meland is uh in his office and he uh, gets a phone call. The lights go out right as he gets the phone call. It's Wally on the other line and um um
2: the power goes out because of the storm. The power
0: goes out because of the storm and then um Dr. Leland looks uh, looks behind him and there's a knife and black go to black. We then cut back to uh Ben Riley Scroll at Spider talking to Kane and uh you know, talking about he's a monster, you using his name, and, and, um, Kane's, you know, trying to, trying to get his, he doesn't know his elbow from his asshole right now, so, um, he's trying, he's discombobulated. So we then cut to our, uh, uh, Annabelle Adams' apartment, where she suddenly, um, <clears throat> gets possibly abducted? So it's so hard for Kane to think, and he's continuing to fight with Ben, Ben Riley as Spider, before, uh, Kane takes his mask off and he's like I've been trying to make up for it. I'm trying to make I'm trying to be better. I'm trying to do this. And Ben or Scarlet Spider takes off his mask and it's the face of Ben Riley. The Leland the Layton and uh Milan residents buddy is killed the the dog.
2: Oh no, not the dog.
0: Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> I, I actually, uh, actually
2: I hate dogs, but I just need to point I, out that the way you lose it, it's a common like a common thing in (laughs) storytelling. If you kill off animals or if you bring any harm to animals or children, you lose your audience immediately. Mm. Just saying.
0: Yeah. So then we have a Katsroom and he's like, ah, maybe he got abducted. Who knows? All right. So uh, Kane's head still feels like hell and he's still fighting with Ben. They're still duking it out. And all of a sudden the superior Spider-Man shows up. That's right. Got superior Spider-Man. Then the Jackal were like, Kill him. Which means you know that he's got some hallucinogenic drugs, because damn! <laughs> also, uh, the Jackal is jacked, man. He's been on the roids. Yeah. Jackal is like Brock Lesnar with a Jackal with a Jackal mask Jesus on Jesus right Christ. Now. Yeah, you're not kidding, man. Um, so then we have Araceli. She's like, no, it's not real, Kane. It's not real. It's not real. It's not real. And then we have... Anna Craven, aka Spittle, Skittles, the pity hooker, as it was dubbed by a good friend of ours, Crazy Chris, and not me. I did not come up with that. Yeah, that was not George. I need to point
2: there. that out because t- to this day there are still people that keep mentioning that, like as if I brought as if I created
0: it. It was crazy. Yeah, I think you actually took over like right after Skittles, the pity hooker, was term was coined, and then it that's was, why no, you, it wasn't. It was long after. Oh.
2: And I used it once in a review and was like, Why'd you call her that? Like, you know You know how and it was to... back when I was writing those reviews. I could say I could say like my favorite Skittles are the red ones, and then I'll get a hundred comments telling me how the how I'm wrong and the yellow ones are the
0: best. And half half those were Steve Wacker. <laughs> so anyway, uh so Kane and Ben are still fighting it out and uh, he's just trying to rest and, and Kane's like he can't do it, he can't kill Ben. He can't do it, and he's like... And then all of a sudden, Cain just freaking throws up, and he figured out he's been drugged, and um, then then I, all I hear from this point on, and I'm gonna try to do my best impression of it, is uh, the 90s show version of this character. You are truly smart as Peter, are you? He would have figured this out long ago. My face is fine. Vivid hallucinations of an ent- entertaining side effect of the drug.
1: Mariah, <laughs> I was
0: waiting for it. <laughs> uh, yes, but I have, I have toyed enough with you. I have toyed with you enough, little spider. There is unfinished business between us, Kane. One of us must die, and it's not Ben Riley in the Scarlet Spider suit. No, it is Kane. It is Craven the Hunter with Mariah, <laughs> and Kane in his best Eastwood-looking panel ever. Saying, I couldn't agree more. A man's got to know his limitations. Now, everybody would have figured out that, that uh, Craven was involved with the story arc if you just looked at the cover for issue number two. By the way, I, I do want to mention this r- before I forget. The cover to issue one, you know what it says? Uh, I could
2: probably just look at. Glance at it for a second, and see. Because you demanded Ben Riley, the original
0: Scarlet Scarlet Spider. Spider.
2: Yep. My last bad grammar. just says Ben Riley, the original. It should be a Ben Riley, comma the original.
0: Yeah, I know. Some some editor must have not done their job.
2: Oh, anyway. So then <laughs> we go back. Also, also as my common, uh, as my phrase that I coined a long time ago. That cover is full
0: of lies. Yeah, it's a pack of lies. It's a pack of lies. It's a pack of lies. By the way, that was released August 28th of 2013. Issue 22 was released to September th- 25th of 2013. Written by Chris Jost. Eric Burnham did the uh, did the co-writing on this one. Um, you got three artists. You got uh, Baldion, uh, Pat Olive of Spider-Girl fame and Untold Tales of Spider-Man fame. Also did the uh, flashback panels for... The return of Ben Riley in uh, the uh, Amazing Annual thirty-five. Amazing Annual that, thirty-five. What the hell are you talking about? That that was that was the one with the uh, oh May- with Raptor yeah, oh, shit. Raptor. Yep, 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 yep. 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 And uh, Green did the pencils. I don't know Mister Green's first name. Tim so. Green. I looked it up. T- Tim Green. That's, yeah, that Tim doesn't team. help. I still don't know who the hell that is, but. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, End of the Grave Part 2. Gerard, you got the recap of this one.
2: I do? Uh, yeah, I don't have a script for this one. Sorry, folks. I'm just going to wing it. Uh, we begin with a, uh, a hilariously vaudevillian looking caption it just says, in a full page, The Prey. <laughs> I'm expecting yeah. like that silent film music and the, the little things <laughs> Yeah, and, and like, the words to start jumping around a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah it's like it's out it's getting in and it's in and out of focus and you got little you got little pops on the on the on the film
2: you know what's really it's really hysterical? I didn't realize this until now those those captions actually count as pages don't they it, yes. they managed to to cheat and take three pages out of the issue just by having those those uh, little caption cards in there.
0: yep we'll talk about that in a little bit.
2: <laughs> value, <sighs> for your, value for your buddy uh we started at the Houston zoo because of course Craven would set up his his grand plan to take place at the zoo. <sighs> Even the lion is exasperated as it's sitting there yawning. Uh, actually it, it's actually <laughs> roaring apparently. Uh yeah. so so uh Kane wakes up in a grave. <laughs> I, I half expected him to start crawling out digging into the thing like just to repeat that same damn scene from Craven's last hunt But alas he doesn't because it's an open grave so he just crawls out really easily. There there's actually a pair of graves. Which, as I recall, I don't believe actually factors into the story at all. And he and Craven begins to establish- oh, oh, it does. Oh, it does. Okay, <laughs> I, I just read this like twenty minutes ago. Craven establishes that uh, that of course he's studied him and he's learned everything about him. <clears throat> that sounds like a plot hole. I'm gonna we're gonna discuss that later. And uh, he says, uh, "You are a predator." You've, oh, <clears throat> you're a predator. You've just pretended otherwise for so long as you've forgotten. But the hunt will remind you. It'll make you strong again. Or it will kill you, and he's attacked by a couple of uh, big cats. We cut to another uh, vaudeville caption, The Gathering. Which is a flag, which I guess is a, to establish that, of course, Craven and his crony, uh, Anna, have actually kidnapped all of the people in the previous issue that we were talking about it were disappearing, like like Araceli, Annabelle, uh, Dr. Meland, and uh, Wally. They all got kidnapped and brought to this zoo. And here in this scene, the artist has suddenly changed, and you have Craven sort of giving a little bit of a backstory as to how he got here, about his original uh, desire to find an equal to Hunt how he you know defeated Spider-Man, therefore he had no reason to live. There's a really anachronistic panel where he's holding a shotgun to his head, but it's like sideways. He's pointing it at himself like it's a pistol. And I don't know if you ever held a
0: shotgun, but... Uh, that's not how you... Well, really- first of all, <laughs> he put it down his throat and pulled the trigger. Let's get it right, folks. Yeah. If you read Kraven's last hunt, it, pr- it pretty much implicitly has him put... They're like, have the, have the shotgun pointed at his throat, and ready to pull- Why they didn't just copy that panel, which is still
2: stirringly effective today. It's a shadow of the craven on the wall sticking the shotgun into his mouth as he's about to blow himself away, but again. They decided to redo it, and they redid it hilariously, because he's holding a shotgun like a pistol. I'm just laughing at it. And, uh, yeah, he describes how, uh, basically, Kane, because of the whole shenanigans that happened in uh, Grim Hunt, is the only one that can kill him. Hmm. Could it be true, or is that just a bunch of BS for plot purposes? Anyway, so we go back to Kane and he's he webbed up the, the big cats after having a fight that happened entirely off-panel, and I feel very cheated by that. When uh, Anna attacks him really fast and then run, like runs away, so he has to hunt her now, Araceli tries to fight back and escape, but of course Craven just slashes her with his knife, which is drugged, so she goes right back out again. I sh- this is about the time I should point out that uh, Pat Olive is drawing these Aristelli scenes, and uh, is it my imagination, or does he draw her about five years older than she should be?
0: And a bust size that goes from probably an A to a double, double D. Yeah. I wouldn't say double D, but... she's, she's But a C.
2: She's had a, a, a hard C. She's had an increase in the, uh, in the splendor, as so I'll put it that way. So, uh, anyway, Kane uh, falls for the most obvious trap in history when he sees a wounded guard there. And he goes to attend to him, so of course he gets caught in net. And the guard's like, it, it's a trap! But of course he didn't listen to him anyway. The guard dies, so King gets pissed, he breaks out of the net, he goes to attack uh, Anna, but of course we don't see that. We see Craven petting a lion that's eating, that's gnawing on some, uh, looks like a giant turkey leg or something. And uh, you know, he's just ominously threatening and such. We cut back to uh, the fight scene between Cain and Anna, and you know the it's the usual crap where she's swinging her knife at him, and he manages to catch her leg, and he he, sw- he swings her. I'm imagining this to be it's a single panel, but I'm imagining it to be like that scene in the Avengers where the Hulk was just slamming Loki repeatedly. At least that's how I want to imagine it.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's
2: awesome. And then he smacks her knife away from her, and you know again continues to speak ominously, and she stabs him with something. He looks down, and it's. <gasps> Wally's police shield. So of course he gets real mad, and he you know just gives her the the biggest domestic violence backhand you've seen in your life. This is like sal this is sal Busema. Sal Busema level one thousand. <laughs> it's over nine thousand. Uh, oh Don, I wish Don was here. He punch, he punches the hell out of her, and, and now she really does look like a domestic violence PSA. And you get some uh, extra bits, and he he looks like he's about to stab her when he suddenly stops before he stabs her in the eye. He webs her up and is sa- talking about how she's going to give him the information of where Craven is. The hunt. We get another one of those vaudeville uh, things. You know, insert some music here. Uh, He swings in, the artist has changed, so all of a sudden she's no longer webbed completely, she's just webbed by the hands. And he swings into the scene where Craven has uh, several poles, and he has Wally and Dr. Meland and Annabelle and Araceli tied to these poles. You have a bunch of tigers and lions and stuff walking around them. Craven is sitting on top of one of the poles, like as if the boss fight's about to start. And I mean that literally. There is a boss fight exactly like this in Spider-Man: Shattered Dimension, straight down to the poles and everything. And uh, so he's like, "All right, it's time for us to fight. I want you to kill me. Let's do this." And he jumps at him, and the fight begins. Or at least it would, if the issue didn't stop there, which it does.
1: Yep.
0: So that uh, then we have uh, issue twenty-three, written by the by Yoast and Burnham, and David. Baldeon is the only one that does the artwork in this issue, so there's no more flashbacks. I'm sorry, no I gotta interrupt. Who is Eric Burnham again? I know there's a story for this, but I keep... Um, I th- he was the moderator back at the... This is 2003... 2004 era uh, of the Spider-Man message board on Alvaro's comic boards. <laughs> I think he's written some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles stuff, too. He's, 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 he's a professional writer, so...
2: Okay, yeah, I, but, was, I was. For some reason, I keep forgetting the the in between part, and I'm yeah. just, I'm just thinking in my head that like okay, so, Yost got lazy and he brought in somebody to write the rest for him.
0: Well, it wasn't laziness. This was also remember when this was coming out, they were wrapping up, trying to wrap up the finishing touches on Thor two. <laughs>
2: uh, judging from how that movie turned out, they never quite got it right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I gave it a B minus. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't the <laughs> You're best. much more generous it's- than I am. Yeah. All right. So we uh into the grave part three of three. We are back at the Houston Zoo. The, fr- you know, Kane's friends are tied to the poles. uh Araceli has been um tied with Annabelle and uh, Craven basically says, I, what will it be, Kane? You want your friends to live or die if you want them to live? Then kill me!
2: <laughs> He's standing on the Queensboro Bridge, and in one hand he has Mary Jane hanging over, and in the other hand he has the wire for the cable car that's full of children. <laughs> and eventually you have the sadistic choice. Really? You don't know where I'm going with this?
0: Yes, yes, I know exactly.
2: Okay, <laughs> I, was, I, I was worried for a second.
0: It's the Spider-Man 1, come on now. Alright, we have uh, Anna Craven who is remember, she's 12 years old. <laughs> Uh,
2: are we sure that hasn't been retconned out?
0: Yeah. I have a, suspi- uh, uh, I
2: have a suspicion that that she, she got aged up and they just never actually explicitly said so. Because I'm assuming she's like more in the 16, 17 range.
0: Yeah, which would make a lot more sense than 12. Would what, what what
2: it though? Because I'm trying to figure out the timeline of Craven's life. Does that
0: actually work? Well, you could say. Well, because. The uh, the mother of Anna was wasn't revealed until Craven's um, first hunt was I think was the name of the
2: uh, right the story of, that introduces Skittles
0: yeah and uh, so you could say that he he was probably he was a womanizer he had Mariah <laughs> on one hand and he had, <laughs> no he did not. He, <laughs> Okay, I'm making shit up, but uh, you know what I mean. That, that so, was his wife back in Russia that
2: they never yeah. that they never previously mentioned until that story.
0: Well, he, I think he got divorced from her. I think is what happened. I don't care because well, he had three kids. He had uh, uh, Olishnikov.
2: <laughs> what <laughs> you mean Alyosha Karabinov?
0: Aly- Alyosha, yeah, not he a, had uh, Vladimir, who was uh, uh, Vladimir the Grim, the Grim Hunter, Grim Hunter. Who, was kill- who was killed by Kate. And and you would think. <laughs> that would be brought up. It
2: was. But we'll talk. He mentions what? it offhandedly in, in this very issue, I think, I, but but it's not a big deal. He mentions it in the throwaway line.
0: Okay. All right. So, um, <laughs> Kane's like, you know, there are easier ways to get dead. Oh,
2: Actually, wait, wait I got to stop you again. Uh, speaking of his wife and Alyasha, uh, what the hell happened to
0: them? <laughs> uh, they both were killed. Uh, Alyasha became, um, mutated into a lion. What? and was killed during yeah yeah he was killed during grim Hunt.
2: oh yeah i reviewed that <laughs> i yeah. should have known that yeah but his wife survived was... at, at the end of that story
0: no i think she got killed at the end of the story
2: did she oh right but... the very end when they end up in the savage land that's right
0: yeah in fact they, they... i
2: take that back Alyosha was also he got killed off screen because yeah, he, he also had... survived to the end of the story and when they're in the savage land but think, he got I killed think, by Anna. Yeah, he runs out into the forest, and then Kraven sends Anna after him. It's like, yo, go hunt now. So I, I, I guess we're assuming he died, but it's comic books. Yeah. So all we know is that the last time we saw him, he ran into a, the jungle. I
0: mean, Alyosha did kill Calypso. We did see the dead body on on panel. <laughs> That's true. After he banged her, because, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Kraven. That is what Kravenovs is do. Alright, anyway, um, so, Kane's like, you know, there are easier ways to, you know, get dead, and he's like, but you and I are bound, it was your death, or your blood, your death that returned me to life, if you'd been stronger, I would still be at peace, bested by my uh, greatest opponent, your brother Spider-Man, proved himself superior in all ways, I died knowing that I was better, my family took that from me, and I intends to have it back.
2: Okay, can we? St- I keep stopping you during this recap, but this issue just brings so many questions. Besides that, shitting grin down there, but uh yeah. Okay, um, <laughs> that's not a very accurate summation of what happened, is it? No, um, because I keep bringing this. I've brought this up since that way back when, when I reviewed Grim Hunt. Is is. Uh oh my god I suddenly forgot what the follow up story was called to Craven
0: Grim Grim Hunt Oh uh, uh the uh um uh, Soul of the Hunter Yes is
2: Soul of the Hunter no longer in canon cuz this has not been mentioned once since the the story happened I don't think
0: it, Yeah the only per- the only person that probably ever mentioned it was um was De Mateas cuz he wrote it Right it
2: it wasn't mentioned in Grim Hunt in fact it it directly contradicts Grim Hunt and then here he's talking about how he was at peace, which sounds like the end of that. Except that he talks about how he knew he was better, which is no- which contradicts the end again. So what the hell <laughs> is 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 that or is it not in continuity? That just bugs me because that's one of my favorite Spider-Man stories. Ugh. Anyway, I, I'm sorry. I'll stop interrupting you.
0: No, no, it's fine. I mean, but uh, I guess you could have it both ways. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> Well, I mean, it, 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 what I mean by that is, is, is if okay. I know so those of you who don't know
2: the story because it is somewhat obscure and it's never yeah. been reprinted. Basically, uh, since Craven's last hunt ends or doesn't end with Craven shooting himself, that the second to last issue ends with him. But the point is, Craven's story ends with him blowing his head off, and it it's picked up later in Soul of the Hunter, where. Basically, the the story had to be written because if you read the issue where Craven kills himself in isolation, it seems like the story glorifies suicide, right? So they asked Demonteus to write a follow-up story to contradict that. So in Soul of the Hunter, we get the idea that Craven's soul has been lost in limbo, basically, because as a suicide, he can neither go to heaven nor hell. And he needs Spider-Man to essentially redeem his soul by fighting on his behalf. And Spider-Man at first doesn't want to do it, of course, because he's like, "Why? Why would I want to do this?" But eventually, he agrees, and you know, he fights on Craven's behalf, and he's able to redeem Craven's soul so that he can pass on into the afterlife. And the the big thing here is that at the end, Craven not only is indebted to Spider-Man, he hugs him, and is like, "Thank you for saving my, for saving my soul." And then he just whoosh, just vanishes out into the ether. The point being, he and Spider Man end up on good terms at the end of the story. And Spider Man comes to grips with the whole issues that he had been having over his near death experience and the fact that, you know, all the death that happens around him and such. It was a really good story. But again, never has. <laughs> Craven has come back and he keeps referencing the fact that he died at peace, but he also yeah. keeps referencing the fact that he's pissed off at Spider Man, which doesn't make sense.
0: Well, uh, he would, if he had never been brought back, we would never had these contradictions. So th- therefore, <laughs> right. But bringing him back
2: th- and having him angry at Spider Man like he was in Grim Hunt immediately makes me question whether soul of the well, continuity, which I don't think the, it- o-
0: the only explanation I would have is once his once his spirit was restored, it defaulted back to what he was thinking about right before he died. <sighs> I don't like that. That that I mean, that's a, a, as good
2: an explanation as you can come up with. But I don't like that. Also, it was never meant <laughs> like they've never mentioned that either. Ugh, I'm sorry. It, it, it's just some. It's just a, a a niggling problem that I have with with every time I see Craven now because as one of my sp- favorite Spider-Man stories, I hate that it's probably no
0: longer in continuity. Yeah. I can understand your your annoyance by that. So uh Craven getting back to our story. Back to action. Uh so Kane and Craven are fighting and and Craven's like you you have to kill me the ritual demands it. He's he's been he's hunted you. He he's I've watched you. I've watched who you're trying to become. And um you're trying to be you're, you'll never be the hero that Ben Riley was, Kane or that Peter Parker is. Um you know, and Craven's like he's not, or P- Kane's like he's not holding back. I'm faster, Spider-Man is stronger too. He's like, be what the other spiders can never be, Kane. Be what you are and kill me. And Craven is still tearing, you know, Kane apart. No one should uh, should want to die this much. Um, you know, Craven's like it'll never end until you actually kill me. Anna's like, Father, do not do this. He doesn't deserve the honor of facing you as an equal. Yada yada. If you must die, truly let me be the one smack. <laughs> <laughs> More domestic violence. You tried, Anna. <laughs> <laughs> I've in my heart. I did nothing. Dude,
2: Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, is, is, is know.
0: Creeped <laughs> <laughs> Consider that a divorce. Kill me, Kane. You owe me this much. And, you know, while he's like, take him down. He's like, okay, oh, don't do this. You don't have to kill anymore. You know, K- K- Kane's like, you know, if you're in hell, you can just stay there. I told your daughter and I'll tell you I'm not playing your game. You know, and Craven laughs in his face. He's like, all this time you thought you were a really playing hero. The influence of your friends. So then he tells Anna to kill one of them. And um, <laughs> Anna, she's giggling. And just like I did. And Anna's, you know, slowly walking through there. And one of her friends, people who care about him, people, who, people that she loves. And then Anna goes, you are my favorite to, uh, to, to, dog, to the doctor. And then she just completely slices him open. So Donald is there bleeding, and Craven's doing everything he can to stop him. He's like, kill them all. It won't be enough. Then Kane just gets completely pissed off and um, just completely just pu- uh, pushes him straight through his hand, straight through his heart. He's dead before he hits the ground.
2: Is that what, is that got, what happened?
0: Yes. I got, that's what I got
2: the impression that he just basically did the heart punch because it, <laughs> yeah. because it specifically says the impact. Stops his heart, not not yeah. that he stabbed him with one of his uh, claws that come out of his wrist. It's a little unclear. I'm not quite sure what happened there.
0: And then you know, Wally is just freaking beside himself. He's saying that he's hurting him, and I was like, you shouldn't have killed him. Been able to kill him, you weren't worthy. He'll she'll kill you. She'll kill. You. And then he just freaking punches her straight in the nose and breaks her nose. Or no, he didn't punch her in the nose. He, he actually pu- pulls out his stinger and just freaking slashes her face yeah she gets really abused in this story <laughs> he's like i want to be better and <laughs> and so freaking kane actually brings him back to life
2: yeah actually now that i get a look at it he definitely doesn't have a stab wound there so yeah he just hard punched
0: him and uh so craven's like i just brought you back to life you know whatever uh, the, and that is the last death that will ever be on his hands and he's like are you sure which you know kane looks in horror He's trying to tell Wally, you know, call the hospital and get them ready. He'll take him. He's like, and then Wally's like, you've done enough. He's just freaking bawling his eyes out. And, um, Craven's gone and he got exactly what he wanted. Um, he lost a lot of blood, but uh, <laughs> he <was> still... <laughs> he didn't get exactly what he wanted. He wanted to be killed. Yeah, yeah. Well, he wanted, yeah, yeah, yeah. True story. Park Plaza Hospital later lost a lot of blood, but he's, you know, he's been bandaged up and, and, uh, you know, uh, they they told him that he may never fully recover from this and that he's sorry, and Annabelle, you know, tries to console Kane and, and, uh, Wally, you know, they have to find what's left of him, where could he be, in the Houston Police Department, and, uh, he does a search for Kane and discovers all of the, the stuff that Cain did, <laughs> and
2: uh, begs the question why he never did that earlier.
0: Yeah, I think that was talked about when the issues first came out. So then we we cut then to issue twenty four. <laughs> that's the end of that's the end of into the grave. We now cut to the final two chapters of uh, Scarlet Spider. So we'll we'll talk about that in a second. Let's let's give our thoughts first though. Um, Gerard, kind of kind of give a rundown of what you thought about the issues.
2: Oh boy, I remember when. Uh i should point out i stopped reading scarlet spider after issue 19 i think right because issue 20 was the was the crossover and then okay so yeah i stopped reading issue 19 and i remember when these teasers came out and i remember you and i discussing it and I'm like this is the most obvious fake out in in history isn't it where when they showed that scar that uh ben riley scarlet spider teaser that you mentioned with him standing in the same panel as Kane in the cross. I'm like, this is, this is a fake out so blatantly and no one bought it. Well, literally and figuratively the issue sold like crap, but legitimately no one believed that this was going to be what it was. And obviously when it came out and having, this is the first time I've read this story and I I, I see, I I, I have mixed feelings where it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. But it's still kind of bad. It's it's just sort of in between. Uh, the art is, the art is surprisingly good for how slapped together this is. I mean, it, it stabilizes towards the end where David Baldéon becomes the regular artist. But the first couple of issues, especially, have a lot of hands working on it. I'm surprised that it actually comes together as well
0: as it does. Uh, but the rest of it, man, I got to give credit for for the for the editing and the in the direction that. Because, I mean, they're literally pages that are inserted into this. And I gotta give them credit for trying to tell a somewhat cohesive story. Yes.
2: But here's the thing that bugs me the the most about this, where it's attempting to do, like, a big epic story to end Cain stories, right? Where you're taking this Craven thing. It's been building up for a while. We've actually seen teases to this in previous issues particularly that one where the, the last time we covered uh Scarlet Spider stuff before the yeah. crossover where he shot him with the blow dart in the in the airport or whatever it was or the, yeah, in the was, stadium
0: at the rodeo that was uh 51 that was episode 51 that was uh yeah what? that was right at, sibling rivalry was the was the story
2: oh it was during civil okay so it was during sibling rivalry he hits him with the blow which you completely missed in your recap by the way And and interestingly, it's never mentioned on any of the recap pages in this, nor is there an editor's note pointing out that it happened. He he has a throwaway line about hitting him with a blow dart, but there's no context to it, which is strange. But the story goes for like this big epic sort of feel and it's trying to do it, but it doesn't quite it doesn't get there. Where it just sort of fizzles out. It doesn't feel like the stakes are quite as high as they should be. Something was fumbled in the execution where it doesn't feel like as big of a story as it should be. Because this is a big story. This is built up for a couple of years, I think. Part of the reason is that I think.
0: Yoast started to realize that he was running out of time. Yeah, well, that, and the fact that it doesn't.
2: It's trying to do that big epic story with Kane and Craven, except that it does, that plot doesn't go anywhere. Like Craven's like one of us dies, spoiler none of them does. <laughs> Neither one of them dies. So right off the bat you you failed your own premise, but Craven's going on about how he has to be killed and that's his goal here. And then at the end of the last of the third part he's like I've I've done what I wanted. It's like no you haven't. You came here to die. Like, and you and you le- and the end of the story he's not dead. That that's not a resolution. In fact Craven just walks away at the end. It's like what what is this? So it lacks the, uh, I don't know, the heat. And the fact that it just sort of fizzles out and has a kind of a BS non-ending bugs me. Because at the end of the day, that means the story has failed on a, on a technical level.
0: Well, I, I think part of the problem is, too, I think Yost wanted to ki- have Craven killed off. But I think that probably editorials said, no. That don't attempt the story. This, this goes right back to, like, um, was it Sin's Past? Where they
2: like, all right, we gotta change it because we can't have Peter be the father of Gwen's kids. so We gotta change it so it's the Green Goblin. I'm like, no. The answer is you just eliminate the story and don't tell it. Like you don't have to. <laughs> I think it's because these guys get too attached to their own ideas where they where they won't let them go. At some point, you just gotta say, if I can't tell the story that way, you can't tell the story because then it just doesn't come out right. And I think this is one of those cases where if if that is indeed the case, and that's all speculating here then, whew, shouldn't have done it. And, uh, yeah, I still, I'm still i still bugged by the fact that they brought Craven back to do nothing with him. Undoing one of Spider-Man's greatest stories, that'll always bother me. Especially since, um, how can I put this? He, he's been brought back and written in a way that's not consistent with the way he's always been written. You know what I mean? You know how, like, I'll give an example. Uh, when they brought Norman Osborn back... In you know after Revelations, and they basically wrote him as Lex Luthor for the rest of time, and he's never been the, the sort of goofy Green Goblin that he'd always had been up until he died, where he's sort of permanently stuck in Death of Gwen Stacy mode. You know what I mean? The same thing seems to have happened to Craven, where every time Craven shows up now, they write yep. they write him as he was written in Craven's Last Hunt, and not how he'd been written previously. <laughs> and that just bugs me because that's out of character and it's it permanently that's his permanent state, stat statnet. like even in flashbacks he talks like this but for no reason it's, he shouldn't be talking like this in flashbacks back in, back in the 70s and stuff he was a goofy guy running around with a vest and jungle pants and stuff it just I don't know or, or every time they go back and write Gwen Stacy now <coughs> she's like this pure purest of pure heart and it's like no that's not that's inaccurate to how the character was, but they're just they're locked into this idea of what the character is rather than what the character actually was. <sighs> I don't know, it's just a pet peeve. Yeah.
1: yeah, I understand.
2: Oh yeah, and one other little minor thing that I laughed at was uh, <laughs> the fact that uh, Dr. Malin lives at the end. It reminded me of that see, of, of GI Joe the movie, you know, where where Duke gets impaled by a serpentor spear and he blatantly dies but they but they've dubbed in some dialogue so that he doesn't die yeah
1: Yeah. so
2: it's like oh he's in a coma like when he clearly just had his death scene and then like i guess they had that dub over at the end where like duke's gonna be okay the same i feel like the same thing happened here with donald where he's very clearly killed by anna craven (laughs) Like she eviscerates him completely. Like you don't quite see it because her body is blocking. But I got the impression that she basically like his entire bowels just spilled out. You know what I mean? And then we yeah. cut the thing. He's like, he's had some damage, but he'll live. And I'm like, oh come
0: on, come. This guy was disemboweled. They do this in prison all the time, <laughs> and nobody lives. Yeah, shut up with that. Wolverine would have barely survived this.
2: Like, how is an uh, how is an uh, overweight no. doctor going <laughs> to survive this?
0: Yeah, yeah, he, he had so much body fat, it did, yeah, whatever.
2: <laughs> yeah, so uh, uh, overall, I don't know, it's, I have a hard time assigning a grade to this, I'm leaning towards negative in this case, because I feel let down by the ending of the story. If it had a better ending, I, this is actually surprisingly decent, I'll put it this way, it's worth reading, but I can't in good conscience give it anything higher than a C, so I, I think that's about where I'll get where I'll put it.
1: Okay. If well, with a,
2: with a better or more
0: definitive ending this would have
2: been in the easily in the B territory.
0: To me it would have been the A territory, but I I agree with you. I think the ending was a bit of a letdown. I think the use of the artist was was clever. I thought Pat Olaf needed m- to do more Scarlet Spider work. Um would <laughs> love for him to do Scarlet Spider. Um really always enjoy his artwork. I I, I got to give I got to give David Baldion a lot of credit because I remember when I first wa- looked at this, I didn't like his artwork. Now that I'm looking at it again through the prism of, of it's been now almost two years since this story came out. Um, his artwork's actually not half bad. Yeah,
2: I, I like it. I think it's good. Um, I, I had no idea what his other credits are or yeah. where he came from or where he even went after this, but uh, yeah, what he he did these he did parts of the fir- of 21 and 22 and then he was a solo artist on 23 24 and 25. He
0: did a good job. Yeah, he, he, he did a fine job. It was it's kind of very similar to uh, Stegman. It's kind yeah. of a spiritual um not I, I don't want to say successor, but a spiritual cousin of, of Stegman, which is good because of-
2: which is good because it makes it totally consistent artistically.
0: Yeah, and, and so I got to give I got to give Uh, Credit now. I got to give Ryan Stegman credit as well. He did every single cover of the series. That's true. He did. So, um, (laughs) oh, by the way, uh, extra bonus credit to
2: to uh, the artist on this one also because these issues clearly had some
0: deadline problems. Yeah, I mean, you can obviously tell that there were certain pages that were given to to certain artists and be like, please, And, and the editor had to do some some work, some magic to get this done. Yeah. And the fact that it came
2: out as well as it did
0: is a testament to
2: professionalism of artists and people involved with
0: it. The people involved, the artists, the writers, uh, for this arc to come out as as well as it did. And on time. And on time. I mean, they did not miss a deadline. So you got to give them credit for that. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, my grade is going to be a B minus for this arc. Um I really enjoyed for the most part, but I think it really does end on a whimper. And I think it's vindictive of most arcs nowadays. It seems like it's really hard for a good ending to come out. It seems like everything's all set up, set up, set up, set up, set up. Oh, the ending's kind of lackluster. You know, and especially with Spider Man lately, that's how I kind of felt. So uh, overall, I thought it was a pretty good, but not. Uh, it wasn't it's not like the first four issues of this of this series let's just face it no but but it was certainly considering you had two you had a a plotter and a scripter doing this book you had multiple artists you got to give them credit for the effort that they did to put in this book so yeah yeah, yeah. the
2: fact that this didn't end up being a big cluster f is is surprising Yes. And while I didn't think it was a particularly good story, <laughs> the fact that it was anything above like F like, you know anything above dregs of the clone saga level.
0: Yeah, I mean it's considering that this they really could have been a maximum clonage <laughs> Omega. I was gonna say this could have been maximum clonage the way it the way it ended up. But. Right. So so yeah. So that's I mean Kind of short and kind of sweet, but that really kind of and we kind of, I, some of the problems we were having. Now uh, the the one biggest thing is is how does Craven know about Ben Riley? Yes, um, uh, that's probably the biggest annoyance about this entire arc is how does he know so much about Ben Riley so intimately, mm-hmm. considering he was dead during the period that Ben Riley was running around, and it's not like Ben Riley's identity as Scarlet Spider was publicly known,
2: right? There, There's no overlap between Craven and Ben Riley
0: as characters at all. Yeah, I mean, at all. I mean, in fact, Ben fought Grim Hunter. Yeah. Not Craven. So, uh, you know, unless, you know, the only thing that I can think of, and this is their out, is that Grim Hunter, he did take notes of his prey of the other one. When he was hunting him. Nah, that doesn't work either.
2: <laughs> he died yeah, he, he died too early in the clone saga for that to make sense. That's true. In fact, if I remember right, he died before we even got the reveal of, of the whole switcheroo with Ben being
0: the real one and all that stuff. He did, but remember he still hunted Ben for a little bit. Yeah, but come on.
2: <laughs> at the uh, time just, at uh, the time he probably would have thought he was he was Spider Man, like most people did.
0: Yeah, you know, I think he did, but until he finally got close enough to him that his scent was similar enough that he thought he was Spider Man, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it wasn't. I, I I just I haven't read those issues in a while, but
2: I just know it doesn't work. <laughs> so anyway, you tried to no prize it, I'll give you credit,
0: but uh, mm.
2: Yeah. Alright, so I, uh, I can buy him knowing everything about Kane. Right.
0: And, because he would want to know about Kane.
2: And also we've seen him. Actively seen him gathering information because he's been he's been stalking him around for a while, and he says that in this issue. Right. I can buy that. I don't know how he know. Wait, well, how does he know Peter Parker, Spider Man? Because he he references that too, right? Yeah, that's the other thing. And he mentions that Ben Riley. Like, ugh, how does he know all this stuff?
0: Yeah, that's that's kind of that's kind of the now. Actually, you know what? I take that back.
2: Grim Hunt, you would know Peter Parker, as Spider Man, because they have unmasking and all that stuff.
0: Yeah, they should.
2: Okay. Kind of. I, I, again, I haven't read it in a long time, and my mind is uh, yeah. forget it. I can, yeah. I, I can buy that. I still Ben Riley doesn't make sense though.
0: Yeah, so I mean, in that regard, Yoast you failed on continuity. But anyway, <laughs> they didn't even try. That's, That's the
2: part that hurts. They didn't even give a. a an offhanded explanation as to how he knows who Ben Riley is.
0: Yeah. All right, so let's talk
2: about hands covered in blood, shall we? Uh, literal hands covered in blood because I have a story like that.
0: Not well, you, well. On this very podcast, I have a foot covered in blood. <laughs> but uh, that's on a, a blooper reel in one of the shows, uh, one of the episodes. Uh, hands covered in blood. The story, Delator.
2: Yes, not not the time that I smashed a rat to death with a hammer. Okay. Yes. So uh this is Scarlet Spider issues twenty-four and twenty-five. I'll be recapping twenty-four. Hands covered in blood part one. Once again written by Chris Yost and Eric Burnham. David Baldeon did the pencils and inks on this one, and Chris Sotomayor did the color.
0: Uh released November twenty-seventh of twenty thirteen. November twenty-seventh
2: Oh, so that means all these issues came out in twenty thirteen then. Yes. Ooh, oh. Yes. I thought it was I thought it was more recent than that, man. Alright, so uh we begin with a, a little bit of strangeness here where Kane is describing a nightmare that he had to a priest while he's sitting in confession. And the first of all, the priest looks exasperated, like he doesn't want to hear any of this. And he he gives a little mini recap of what happened about uh, we were kidnapped by a couple of psychotic Russians and all that stuff. And uh, he starts talking about how everybody was is hurt by being around him and such. And the priest gives the worst priestly advice in history where he says, uh, if that's the case, son, why did you come here instead of just running? And Cain's like, I I love the face that they drew him with here where he's he's got an eyebrow (laughs) looking up his side. He's like, (laughs) like, what, what? Like, like, why did I come here? This is the most useless priest I've ever seen. It's, 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 it's as if the priest got through to him, but the most stupidly, way, <laughs> the most stupid way possible. So we cut to the Park Plaza Hotel, where uh, Duke, <clears throat> I'm sorry, uh, Dr. Bieland is somehow, you know, still hanging in there. <laughs> we'll get to that next issue, where he seems to have made a sudden recovery. And uh, <clears throat> so... He, uh Kane and Annabelle are talking, uh, and he's you know Kane's doing the usual well, he's here because of me. and she's like, well, he we're all alive because of you and he's like, well, would this have happened to all of you if I wasn't around you know the the usual crap So they both leave and they and she says that she's gonna come by and talk to him later. so uh Kane hops in a cab, and of course, uh, because this is a Kane story, we have a shadowy figure following him pops into a car. He's like, all right, <laughs> <laughs> I found
0: him. <laughs> it's back-to-back stories, man. <laughs> shadowy figures. Yeah,
2: well, I mean, it is
0: a hallmark of Kane's character. <laughs> he's haunted by the shadowy figures. Okay,
2: so we get back to the four seasons and I guess, where is this taking place? In the alley next to the building where he's throwing his costume into the into a garbage can and he's throwing some lighter fluid on it and he's about to to light it up and uh. We'll talk about this more, but this scene is very funny where Araceli's like, well, what? Why are you doing this? This costume never did anything to you. And, you know, he's like, ah, it's nothing but pain and failure. Scarlet Spider no more. And, of course, the, the costume doesn't burn because it's made of unstable molecules. So Kane gets pissed and he kicks over the garbage can. He's like, ah, fucking fireproof unstable molecules. And, uh, and you get uh, Araceli bends down. She picks up the costume. She's like, it's okay, costume. He didn't mean it she picks it up and runs after him. So, <laughs> I, I love this scene. Yeah, that's
0: a good scene.
2: So, uh, of course, he runs straight into the, uh, you know, past the receptionist, and Araceli runs past receptionist. Good comedy stuff. They run to the elevator, they're up into his room and such, and he walks into his bedroom, and holy balls! <laughs> Annabelle's waiting there for him. It uh, Completely naked underneath the, uh, the sheets. And she's like, eh, well, you know, uh, no questions here. I know you've been feeling. I know how you're feeling right now, Cain. You're overwhelmed by guilt, by grief. And you don't deserve to die. Not after all you've done. You deserve to feel better. And Kane, I can make you feel a lot better. She drops the uh, sheets off the panel. And we're just like, bada-bing! That'll that'll get reversed later, but we'll find out way. So Araceli is uh, sleeping. And she just jumps up because she's having those freaky nightmares that she was having way back in the first few issues of the series about how, uh, you know, don't do not enter Nahuatl. What? For Nahuatl, you will die. And, you know, all that's a Mictlan is coming, and, you know, all this all this BS. Right. That they still haven't been cashed in on, and spoilers, they won't cash in on by the end of this series. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> Kane is, of course, doing Kane stuff, which is standing at the balcony, looking over, and, of course, Annabelle's coming up to him being all sexy and stuff. And uh, Araceli runs into the room. She says, Cain, I was trying not to hear you have the sex. I'm like, oh, Jesus. So, uh, <coughs> of course, yeah. suddenly they all they all are like, oh, because Wally is standing there in somewhat riot gear. Not quite right gear.
0: Like tactical gear.
2: Yeah, tactical gear is the best way to describe He's got the knee pads. He's got the, it uh, looks like a, a combat shotgun. He's got the... Uh, Body armor and such. And he's pointing a gun at Kane and he's like, All right, you know what? Kane, aka the Scarlet Spider, you're wanted by SHIELD, the FBI, Homeland Security, Interpol, and the city of New York on charges of murder, assault, theft, suspected acts of superhuman domestic terrorism, and
0: escape from federal custody. All right, so the uh, escape from federal custody, the suspected acts of superhuman domestic terrorism was (sighs) maximum clonage. You're welcome, America. (sighs) (sighs) How,
2: how does a uh, a, a random uh, street cop from Houston have access to Shield, Homeland Security, and Interpol uh, want, wanted lists?
0: Uh, I can I can understand the Homeland Security part, especially on on bigger cities. Right, but it, uh, you know, Shield <laughs> they could probably put a notation. Hey, eh, he's wanted by Shield. Ugh,
2: I don't know. You think that file would be restricted or something? Anyway, um, so we get to the hotel lobby where what Annabelle's coming in. <laughs> And the receptionist is even confused, like, "What did you change clothes? What Weren't you here earlier? with?" And then of course uh, Annabelle holds open the doors, another woman runs in, heading to the penthouse suite, and my god, it's that nut bar from earlier in the series. From the Texas Twister arc. Yes, the one that Kane slept with. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh, indeed. <laughs> so, uh, of course, uh, uh, while he's kind of reading Kane his rights... Like, you understand your rights? And of course, uh, Araceli's trying to stop him, but of course, Kane gets all emo and he's like, everything he said is true. And he's like, you know, gets down on his knees and surrenders. And uh, Araceli tries to jump into Wally's mind to try to, you know, sway him to not do that. And he, you know, he buckles against this. It bought some time, at least. So there's a knock at the door, and uh, the actual Annabelle comes in, who's obviously very confused, followed by the, the nutcase lady. I don't even remember her name, Zoe. Oh, right, Zoe. Thank you. Oh yeah, that's she. The very next panel, he's like, "Zoe, huh? what are you doing here?" So of course, uh, we get the reveal: the Annabelle that he, that he slept with is actually Shathra. Dun dun dun! Uh-huh. Uh, I have a lot of questions about this. <laughs> I hope you, I hope you have your homework ready. I hope you've been doing your homework, Zach. Oh
1: yeah.
2: Um.
0: Yeah. Um. You. <laughs> well, that's why she said, like, that's why that's why not Annabelle said, My children are going to love you. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. Ew. Wouldn't, wouldn't, yeah. You, wouldn't you know something's up, you know, where it's like, it feels like I just jabbed it into a, a nest full of spiders or something? This is gross. But anyway, uh, yeah, sorry, that really <coughs>
0: dirty joke. Yep, yep, it is. So,
2: of course, Zoe, being a being a certifiably insane woman, legitimately, I'm
0: not, that's not a joke. Yeah, like in the story, she was told that she's certifiably insane. Yes. She pulls out a rocket launcher. Yes. <laughs> With a scope,
2: <laughs> this is not yeah. this. This ain't some. Oh, this ain't some. You know, boxed follow off the truck rocket launcher. This is like some kind of desert storm shit. So she pulls it out, of course, and then at the same time, you've got some. Uh, you got uh, uh, Wally pulling the trigger on his. No, wait, no. I'm sorry, I have that completely wrong. She her rocket launcher has the trigger on it. So she pulls the trigger for the rocket launcher and, crack, crack, The Entire. Uh, sweet just blows the hell up that's yeah. one powerful ass rocket man Yeah. now that's a cliffhanger next
0: issue the end yep dear readers i'm gonna read the uh, the note that tom britton wrote mm-hmm. as you all know by now next issue is the final issue of this series chris yost will have something to say when you read that book but i wanted to take a moment to say a few words Thank you so much for supporting this book. It's always been sad to see a little a title end, and we wish every book could have a perennial title. In the current climate which we in the biz must grapple, two years of a book featuring none of our mainline characters is a huge accomplishment. I've been thrilled to work on the adventure of Kane or Aselli, Annabelle, Donald, and Wally. As a lifelong New Yorker, I was thrilled to have a new city to play with in Houston, home to a baseball team that ruined my childhood basketball. and the child a oh, basketball team that ruined <laughs> Ast- my childhood. The
2: Astros are not ruining anyone's day. That's true.
0: <laughs> except, last, except last year, they are actually good. Uh, and they're poised to actually be legit this year. Anyway, um, uh, I was thrilled to have a home to a basketball team that ruined my childhood and the childhood of, of any decent kid go next. I was thrilled to discover the loyal fan base that was as, as excited to be a part of something new as Scarlet Spider. I also want to thank Chris Yost, Eric Burnham, Ryan Stegman, Neil Edwards, Koi Pham, Riley Brown, Paulo Segura, uh, Carlo Barberti, Ali Garza, Horatio uh, Dominguez, Pat Olive, Inhukli, Paco Medina, Tim Green, David Baldian, Michael Babinski, Wade Von Gallbadger, Graw Badger. Graw Badger, Cam Smith, Carl Ketzel, Tom Palmer, Rick Ketchum, Terry Bolot, Victor Obiz- uh, Alabazia. All Let's put it this way. Yeah. There's a lot of names. <laughs> Walden Wong, Juan Visico. I got I to gotta say at least them all since I started. Bit, uh, Marty Garza, Edward Delgado. I'm just going to stop correcting you. Now you're just getting all of them wrong. Delgado. Delgado. Uh, Andres Massa, Antonio Fabalia. Fabi- Fabelia? Fabella. Fabella. Okay, not Elia. That's Ella. Uh, Fabella, Fabio... Daria. Daria. Uh, Lee Logbridge, Chris Sotomayor, Mark Bagley, Mark Farmer, Frank Martin Jr., Rex Locus, and the VC Powerhouse duo of Joe Cam- Camar... Carol and- Magna. Cara Magna. And Clayton... Cowles for making this book happen those are all the people that have worked on the book by the way Mm -hmm. in order eric burnham and chris yost ryan stegman obviously basically everybody from stegman on through um i would say david baldion is the artist the rest were the inkers and uh some cover artists like uh Like Mark Bagley, Chris Sotomayor was an inker for some stuff. I'm trying to figure out when Mark Bagley did a cover for this series. It must have been one of the variants. He he did the variant cover, yeah, I think, for issue number two. Really bitching-ass cover, too. Um, He also wants to thank – or this is Tom Brennan saying – I also want to thank Stephen Wacker, Dan Slot, and Rachel Penelius, who, who worked with Chris Yost in the early days of developing this character and shepherded the first few adventures into the world. This isn't goodbye. It's see you later. As many of you know, Kane will be popping up in Chris Yost's new New Warriors book to launch in March, which will pick up from issue 25's tragic, well, huh, that would be spoiling, wouldn't it? See you in December for the finale. So basically three months after this book came out, uh, New Warriors launched. And, and four and months <laughs> later, it was canceled. No, i was kidding. No, it was uh, 12 months later, it was canceled. Oof.
2: So. It made it just under the because I remember if, if I'm trying to remember our bet correctly, I said it would be canceled
0: within a year. You said eight months. Did I did I nail it down to an exact number? I don't. Remember. I think you did. Uh, well, uh, I'll I'll uh, I'll go back to the archives and pull it up and verify. <laughs> but I think you said eight months. Okay. So they probably that... they probably announced it
2: after my headset just fell off my head. Sorry. They probably <laughs> they probably announced it after eight months, but it lasted twelve issues. So technically, I was wrong.
0: Yes, yeah, technically, wrong All right, so we then cut to Scarlet Spider number twenty-five. The end finale is the what's the name of the title? It's also known as um, Hands Covered in Blood Part Two. Yeah, I was going to uh, ask you about that. That's weird. Yeah, <laughs> it is kind of weird, isn't it? Um, so Kane decided that this is the uh, black, black and red and white title page. Uh, Scarlet Spider. Kane decided to leave New York. Spider-Man and the name Parker behind. Leave the country. On his way to Mexico, he made new friends. Friends so close, he could consider them a new family. It could last. It didn't last. All that's left now for Kane is to pick up the pieces and move on. Again. Finale. Christopher Yost, the writer. By himself. David Baldion, the artist. Chris Sotomayor did the color art. VCs Chris... Iliopolis. Uh, Ebiopolis. Stegman and Delgado did the are the cover artists. Tom Brennan was the editor. Stephen Wacker was the senior editor. Alonzo, editor in chief, Posada is the CCO, Dan Buckley's the publisher, and Alan Fine, the executive producer.
2: Well, actually, you know, now that I think about it, I didn't read this this recap page the first time. I don't need to read the issue now, that's totally spoiled everything. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, uh, and I almost I almost read for the uh, opening title page and I may I may do this for for the end. Kane was a lab experiment gone wrong, a genetic clone of Peter Parker the Amazing Spider-Man, dying from the day he was created. Kane lived a life of violence and villainy until Spider-Man cured him, giving him a second chance at life. Kane now tries to live up to his legacy as the Scarlet Spider. There you go. Spider-Man
2: cured it oh by accidentally knocking him into a deathbed. Yep. That somehow heals him rather than kill. Yeah. That yep yeah
0: he he went into the he went into the magic white goo yes <laughs> that gives the life giving magic white goo. the life giving white goo oh my god <laughs> this fell off the rail come on now zach come on yeah all right. <laughs> So Monterey, Mexico. God, we got to get back on the on the freaking some sort of Uh, Monterey, Mexico. Monterey is uh, it's in Mexico. So (laughs) (laughs) so that's literally like lifting right from Wow, that's, that's some scintillating geography right there. Yeah, yeah. So Monterey, Mexico. We have have somebody trying to do another drug deal, and of course, Araceli shows up in her soon to be called hummingbird costume talk about that in a minute uh kane then uses his magic digital um venom like camouflage powers to sneak up on everybody beats the living crap out of everybody steals the devil bag full of money and um (laughs) ariselle trying to use her magic judo powers and kane's like um uh just stop doing it just stop stop (laughs) so she's like um And he does like a very Wolverine-esque caption on that particular panel as he's taking off his mask. My name's Kane. The girl is Araceli. (laughs) It's Hummingbird. We have to use code names. And did you just take off your mask? Didn't you learn anything in Houston? Oh my God. (laughs) By the way, any pretense
2: that Araceli was a young teenager is now completely out the window. Yeah, pretty much. That costume doesn't leave much to the imagination. (laughs) Exactly.
0: All right, the Four Seasons Hotel, Houston, Texas, a week ago. So this is a week that the the first opening scene uh, happened. Everything has happened in Houston. He, you know, it blew up. Everybody's falling to their death. We then cut to Mexico, where Kane has mysteriously grown a beard and grew his hair out, and he's he's now sort he's of, now blonde. He's now blonde, and he kind of looks like Ben Riley's circa. Um friendly neighborhood Spider-Man with Peter was using the Ben Riley name as a disguise. Oh
2: yeah, he does. When he when, yeah. when, he, when he had the
0: image inducer, when he tried to get his yeah. job, when he tried to get his job at the school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um <laughs> we then have Araceli going, "Tell me a story, Kane." <laughs> I'm going to kill you. Tell me a different story. <laughs> uh, that's just awesome. Like um <laughs> You know, and Araceli's like, I miss the hotel, I miss my bed and the spa and the pool in the room service with Annabelle, and I miss the little cucumber she put on my eyes. You know, I mean, the, the finer things in life.
2: So <laughs> I you know, really Kane, love Ar- Araceli as a character.
0: Yes, she just has this spunk and personality. So we then uh, then go to Kane, falling back asleep. Well, not really falling asleep, but he's go- thinking back on the um, on the last week. And Kane is trying so damn desperately to save everybody and their dog. First, he wakes and he's in free fall, and then he hears fire and screams all around. him. He, next, you know, so closest Araceli is the or, yeah, Ar- is that Araceli? Because yeah, I don't know.
1: first.
2: Her name is spelled wrong in the caption.
0: Yeah, okay, it kind of threw me off. And then Wally, and then and then the uh, the fake Araceli and Annabelle are what? not too far away. What? So mean Zoe. Yeah, so there's that. So you have Zoe and, and Annabelle. They miss, <laughs> they mislabeled. Not only do they misspell her name twice in this panel after panel, but they mislabeled that it's actually supposed
2: to be Zoe. Yes. And, you know, they says Araceli and, and or say, okay. He says Araceli is the closest, then Wally, and then next panel, Araceli and Annabelle. They're too far away. <laughs>
0: how does anybody with functioning eyes and the ability to read make that mistake yeah that that's bad the uh, fear on Annabelle's face God, pl- please God please um, fire and debris in, and down below a few dozen people that are watching death come at them please give me the strength don't let them die so Kane literally has webbed up nearly all of the debris and sa- managed to save everybody's life um, and then you got Zoe going Kane look at Look at me, I did this because I love you, and I won't ever stop loving you. <laughs> <laughs> and and Annabelle just does what everybody's wanted to do ever since this character was first introduced. It was like, punch her straight in the throat and be like, stop it, uh, um Excuse me, uh, that, that's the
2: opinions of Zach Dusty Joyner and not the opinions of everyone that comprised the panel on these. On the okay. uh, Coldfire uh, yeah. Chronicles <laughs> podcast, any opinions thereof? All right, so we don't we, we, legal, we don't, we
0: don't, enough with the legal disclaimer, <laughs>
2: Delese. <laughs> we don't endorse domestic violence. Please don't go punching women
0: in the face. You know, unless yeah. they really deserve it, then <laughs> 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 punching females in the face, not me punching them in the face. Come on. <laughs> right. Whoa, Annabelle just punched. Araceli, we have bigger problems. Then Shothra's like, Cain, look upon me. I am Shothra. I have followed your other half, your other self, to this world to feed upon him. But you will do. (laughs) She's like, my children, they need to feed. They need you. They need your super sperm. That's kind of what she wants. Exactly. That's always what she wants. And then uh, (laughs) she's like... uh, I love I love it Silly's line. Holy crap, is that Annabelle? <laughs> Evil Annabelle? You need to go beat her up. <laughs> we need to get everyone out here. I'm not a superhero and then all of a sudden the, the, the gang costume just falls down because it won't and it's still trying to still a part of it's kind of on fire. Yep. <laughs> so, we then go to uh, Mazatlán, Mexico. Mazatlán, Mexico. So Kane, you know, you know, she's trying to get Kane to wake up. Kane's got his beard because he's being all emo. And um, we then cut back to you know him being the Scarlet Spider. Big splash page. You know, Houston's very own superhero. He's a clone, a villain, a murderer, a monster. He, he is the danger. And so whatever the hell it is, Shath-ra, why Shothra's here, it's here because of him. She's fast and strong, and he's just here to kill her. And so he literally stabs her in the head. But wait, there's more. And so, then uh, Officer Layton starts shooting at Shathra, and she's like, <laughs> don't even. Like, child, please. And, um, we then have Kane become the other, and straight up just like, Okay, okay, you gotta clarify this for me. Does he literally turn
2: into a spider monster, or is this implied to, because see the dialogue seems to imply that the, that it's like a they're doing a thing where that's how everyone sees him acting all monstrous but in reality no, not... he, he,
0: no I think he turns into a way. okay thank you
2: I was a little uncle- it, it could go either way because the, yeah. the dialogue kind of fumbles
0: yeah this is him literally becoming the other and then he you know he's like pray and then he's like a monster then Annabelle is like straight up runs away and he's like Annabelle
1: Mary Jane!
0: Yeah. I had had to do one for old time's sake. Yes, that is the very first running gag of this show, and it will never die. Well,
2: no, Miley Cyrus is the
0: first running gag of this show. Oh, God. (laughs) And I wish that that would have... My 2009 self's like, if you had seen what she would become... Getting back to a recap, so Kane's like, you know, hey, Wally, you know, you can arrest me now. He's like, you should just go. I'll deal with the police, but you need to leave. And um, like, Araceli jumps in front, and she's like, "He saved the whole city again, you dumbasses!" Like, and he's like, "Why is this bad?" He's, and Kane's like, "Because he's not a hero." My name is Cain. He he does the best Oliver Queen impression. <laughs> My name is Cain, and death was the only thing I've ever known. I'm a monster, but once, once I asked myself if things could be different. And now if I wasn't dying, I could truly live. That I can find a home and friends and love and I have an answer. Not every story has a happy ending. Not every sin can be redeemed. This is who I am. I'm done trying to be something I'm not. I'm try- done trying to be a hero. And um Araceli's like, you totally saved those terrorists." Shut up, Araceli. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> That. Why is the water red? I, I I will explain that in a minute.
2: What makes a red man? Racist Disney songs.
0: They're in every single film. All right. So the Scarlet Letters page is a letter from Christios to the readership. I will quickly read it. It says, Dear readers, Scarlet Spider never... Never believed in himself half as much as you did. is a testament to your love for Kane, Araceli, Annabelle, Wally, and Donald that a book about the evil clone of Spider-Man made it two years. No small miracle these days. So thank you, Steve Wacker, Tom Brennan, Ryan Stegman, Koi Fam, Carla Boretti, Eric Burnham, David Baldion, Joe Caramaga, Dan Slot, and so many more for giving me the chance to tell Kane's story, which isn't even close to being over. See you in two months for the next chapter of Kane's journey in... Dot, dot, dot. New Warriors, number one. Best, Chris Yost. Eleven thirteen of thirteen. Yeah, did you notice that they made the text for that really huge? Because that's such a short letter. <laughs> yeah, that's a true story. Yeah, it's like size forty-two font. Yep. All right, so that is that is the end of Out Spider. Let's give our thoughts on the on these last two issues, and then we'll talk about the postmortem. Oh boy, did that go out in a whimper. Yeah, like, the last... Well, here's the thing. He stuffed so much into the last two issues that it was, like, it was going to fall on its face. I have to give the guy A for effort, but... did, damn.
2: did he, though? See, that's, the, that's part of the thing. It seems like he crammed a lot in there, but I think that's more because of how he structured it than any actual content. Yeah, well,
0: but, I mean, think about... Outside of the outside of the Araceli visions, we had, remember, we had a Shothra preview... Oh god, let's get to that. I'll, I'll save that one. <laughs> we had the Shothra preview. We knew that Zoe was going to come back eventually. So y- you've got, you know, you got your stuff with Annabelle. You, 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 I mean, you pretty much touched upon everything that the series had done in the in the last two issues. So I, I got to give him got to give him credit for it. But but that's that's the big problem, is that they touched on all that stuff, but barely. Yeah, yeah. I, I think there was so much stuff to touch upon that it falls it falls apart on the weight of what it's trying well, to do. Why? On, I get what. Why it on earth was issue twenty five not double sized? I don't know. And you paid an extra dollar for it. Wait, that's an extra
2: dollar. Yes. Oh, that's criminal. That is criminal.
0: Yes. So you paid. You paid every issue of Scarlet Spider was 2.99 except for issue 25 which has blatant blatant errors in the in the actual book Wasn't one of the pages out of order? Uh it may have been. But um it may have been on the print version, yes. And you paid an extra dollar for it. Yeah. Ugh. So yeah, I guess I'll run into some points here.
2: Uh, I like uh, the art in this; that's a plus. And the, the whole scene with him—the tra- scene with him trying to burn his costume was actually hysterical. That-, that
0: was probably one of my favorite scenes of the entire. series. It reminded me of issue twelve. Yeah,
2: which is probably yeah, my really favorite. Easy- twelve is the best. Looking back, is the best issue of the series.
0: Yeah, I mean straight up issue twelve. Issue—I mean the highlights of the of the series were the first four issues issue 12 um and issue 16 which was the the good old fashioned rodeo issue uh, and i'm going to say 24 i liked issue 24 i did because, i did too um i i in fact would I'll, I'll even i'll even be very generous and say that was that's an a for me wow really okay yeah. hold, hold on so i wrote down here in my
2: notes fun setup in part 1 at least until the very end Which is that, like, this is issue 24, which is that it's a lot of fun, like, you know, it's got the costume burning scene, it's got the whole bit with him running through the thing, it's got the whole sex part that was like, ooh, hello. And then, you know, you got the whole thing with Wally showing up, and then Zoe shows up, and then we're just like, what? Like, my brain! I hated that Shathra appeared, because I started shouting questions at at the, the comic as I was reading it. But then issue 25. And the, the, to me the killer is the way it was structured. Why yeah. why did he tell this as like in in, in Medios rest story? I have no idea.
0: Yeah, to me you should have you should have picked up right where issue 24 left off. Yeah. Done done everything, show him that he's a monster. And then maybe and then, maybe
2: do a three-page thing at the end as like an epilogue where he, where this whole Mexico business is happening.
0: Yeah, by the it's way, the uh, issue the uh, the scene with them at the very, very end where they're sitting on the beach mm-hmm. is in New Warriors number one. Okay. So New Warriors number one, they do a little bit of the of like them sipping Mai Tais and stuff like that. and um,
2: So what you're telling me is basically New Warriors number one is Scarlet Spider 25 and a half.
0: Yes. Oh, I hate that. I, it's actually Scarlet Spider 26. I Really hate that because because Scarlet Spider um, um, is in all the issues. Now I will say this for the most part because you have High Evolutionary and the um, Inhumans and all of the shenanigans that's going on with that. You can't. Uh, I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The,
2: what the High Evolutionary and the Inhumans are in. You Warriors. New um, Warriors. Yep. I think I just realized why that series was canceled. <laughs> I think I just figured it out, Zach. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, Suckage confirmed, right? Yeah. Oh dear. But yeah, the narrative structure of this is what kills it because they devote half the. Stu- and if this issue was double, uh-huh. if this issue was double sized, it wouldn't be a problem. Right. The problem is it's a it's a regular sized issue, and you're splitting half the issue in stuff that that's you know a week after the cliffhanger and then you're telling and then you're telling the part of the issue that people want to read in a flashback which right off the bat gives away how it ends because the, the parts that take place in Mexico a week later only have Kane and Araceli there
0: so you know that those two characters survive
2: and that at the very least those're the only two that continue onward and that the rest of them are either left behind or die yeah and i guess no no one actually dies no and in fact, wait, wait, hold on a second. I'm trying to think now. Did we ever find out what happened to Donald in this issue? I don't even think he's mentioned. Is- nope. Okay, so we're just gonna nope. assume he's still hospitalized.
0: Yeah, let me, let me, uh, let me. While you're while you continue with your point, I'm gonna look something up right quick.
2: Uh, you want to see if he, if they bring it up in New Warriors? Uh, that's what I'm doing right okay. now. Okay. Um, and they fall back onto that stupid BS of Kane turning into a monster again, for the fifteenth time. Yeah. And uh shot god damn it, Shathra. So I remember the amazing Spider-Man arc that introduced her with uh, you know, uh JMS and John Romita Jr. on art. And she was a tough, tough baddie to kill. He required some supernatural juju to get rid of her. And here Kane just kills her. <laughs> by, mon- yeah. by monstering yeah. up very disappointing ending if you're going to do it that way why even introduce Shathra in this story
0: yeah to me I, I think there would have been a lot more with Shathra if if they had been able to continue on but you also got to realize that the other was introduced after Shathra so supposedly the other uh, other is one of the more powerful entities in, in <sighs> Juju Mystic Spider-Man yeah
2: Yeah, that brings up another problem, doesn't it? Which is that. uh, Hold on. I I gotta look this up. What issues has Shotha appeared in? Because, as far as I'm aware, her only other appearance is that arc in Amazing Spider Man, right? Yes. Or did she appear in. Alright. Yeah. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? And then, yep. and then she made okay, two appearances across spider. So so basically they introduced wait, nope, wait, hold on a second. What is the what is this? Okay, one issue here. Okay, though no, that's the English, that's the UK thing. Okay, so she's only ever appeared in that JMS story, is killed at the end. Because the, the I th- I think I know what happened here. I think Yos might have screwed up here. I think they intended this to be the spider monster that shows up in The Other. Yeah. It was very similar to Shothra, but is not the same character. Yeah, it was Miss Arrow. Yes. I'm starting to think they might have just fucked up (laughs) because Shothra is pretty dead in that (laughs) Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, because she got got eaten by spiders. Yeah. Yeah. And it was implied that that Spider-Man couldn't have killed her on his own. He needed the supernatural element to get rid of her. Here, Kane just hulks out and beats her to death. (laughs) which makes no sense and he did it in like a page I'm like wow that was easy so they resurrected like a really powerful JMS like supernatural villain to have her killed off really easily Yep, that's weird plus she has no connection to Kane at all aside from the fact that she wants his but again no she doesn't that was was the character from the other that wasn't Chathra
1: Yep. Which again makes me wonder if they just
2: screwed up and and this and and got the characters mixed up. Yep. Was this supposed to be Arrow?
0: Yeah, that may have been. Ugh. I don't. Know.
2: Oh Ugh. And of course, they naturally because of this, they offer no explanation as to how Shorthair alive again.
0: Yeah. Exactly.
2: So yeah, I'm going to be real harsh on this. one. I'm going to give it a D plus for this story.
0: I, I'm going to give yeah, I'm going to give a D plus as well. So. Oh
2: boy, and I wanted to. If it was if we were doing individual issues, I may have given twenty four an A,
0: <laughs> but, right.
2: but having to be lumped in with because issue twenty five is like into like bad so bad that
0: it gets negative score territory. Yeah, I know. So like it, it, oh man it of, the, right of the two, I think you're you're looking at as hard C for me, but individually A from issue twenty four and B from issue twenty five. Yeah. So. <laughs> Ugh. All right, so so I am looking at issue number nine of Skrull, of New Warriors, not Scrawled Spider. Um, it's really the most Scrawled Spider issue. It was written by Yost. Uh, Tana Ford did the art. Uh, remember um, that superhero that nobody wanted to talk about in Houston? Uh, that was like kind of running, like a bit of a running gag. Yeah, no. Uh, like whenever Kane first appeared on the uh, on the scene, he's like, well. He, couldn't it be a, as bad as choke. Nobody ever bring up choke ever again. Okay. Well, well choke the bear. <laughs> it was the name of the character. He got hit by a meteorite. He was a mascot. He got hit by a falling meteorite in Houston. Meanwhile, well, uh, uh,
2: choke as in like when you when you get something caught in your esophagus and you start choking. Yes. Yeah. 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 Like like choke the bear. <laughs> Yeah, is, is this or is this not supposed to be a euphemism for for masturbation? Is that where they were going with this? <laughs> I
1: don't know.
0: I don't know. Oh god. Oh god. So anyway, I don't know if you've i got, this. You've got well. The 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 crux of the issue is he gets hit by a meteorite. Justice from the New Warriors takes Scarlet Spider back to Houston because he thought that's where he wanted to go. Uh-huh. He's pissed off that you know that he's there. All of a sudden, a fifty-foot-tall mascot bear named Choke the Bear um, shows up, like Stay Puff Marshmallow Man style. <laughs> it, it just popped and, in there. Yeah, just like just shows up in this big, giant-ass splash panel, and it's got a picture, It's got a subheading of of like uh, justice going. Yeah, sorry, Houston made a bit of mistake. He's like, I hate you. <laughs>
2: oh my god, this brings this just this raises so many questions. Why would you? Why would a sports team have a mascot named Choke? Wouldn't you want the opposite of choking? Yeah, 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 exactly. That's so, that. That's like if you're a basketball team and your and your mascot is called Missed Free Throw. <laughs> like, well, why?
0: <laughs> yeah exactly so and I, I, I misspoke it's a hundred foot tall stuffed bear so and, and, and like ju- and like Justice is asking about the absurdity of this like why is there a hundred foot tall stuffed bear attacking Houston right he's like and Kane's like uh, dude how should I know he's like, he's like it's your town he's like no no it's my town and I will bite your head off Scarlet Spider <laughs> and uh this comic was cancelled three issues later <laughs> yeah well, this is hilarious to me. He's like, well, he's like, this freaks me out. He's like, are you the same one that choked Houston a few years ago? He's like, ter- like, did you terrorize Houston a few years ago? He's like, terrorize. He's like, what's your problem with me? It's not personal. It's just a rivalry, man. It's what I've been waiting for, man. It all started when that meteorite hit me in the third quarter of the preseason game against Dallas. I was given amazing powers. So I brought my court site antics to all of Houston causing trouble. Pulling pranks, keeping people revved up. That's what I do. But I couldn't keep it fresh. People got bored. Even the referees. Well, the police, I guess. They gave up. They realized that all the fun didn't mean anything without the game. Without a rival. But no one ever came. Eventually, I left Houston to make my way to Mexico. Thought I'd maybe there'd be something for me in an international league. And drugs. <laughs>
2: what? okay why are you recapping this now I've I've lost the thread here
0: Uh, also you know he's like he's like so then I came back and I finally Houston finally had its own (laughs) supervillain, as in Kane (laughs) so Kane's like I hate my life I hate my life and all of a sudden, he has, like, a bunch of bullets flying over, flying past him. This is what I was getting to. Oh, because like, his friends show up. Okay. Yeah. Did you? And Kane's like, oh, did you just shoot me? And he's like, I was trying to attack your attention by shooting me. Can you come down here, please? And he's like, don't ever shoot me again. I will shove that gun. Oh, Wally? Lieutenant Layton, you really know the scroll and Spider? He's kind of the reason I left. He left. I'm the reason he left Houston. So, yeah. He's like... Uh, Kane's like I bring suffering and pain. He's like I know we didn't leave on the best of terms. You saved the lives of everyone in the city. You saved my life and you saved the life of my husband. You always called yourself a monster. Whatever you you think you were, you whatever you think of yourself, you're a hero. He's like you're wrong. Don't think so. And he's like don't worry, Scarlet Spider's not isn't leaving. And (laughs) Kane's like yes I am. So anyway, that's so anyway. There's some more shenanigans with the bear. Um, Justice and Scarlet Spider finally just hes like <laughs> Scarlet Spider does a fastball special and and, and basically Kane's like alright pedo bear I've had enough of your shit and straight up rips up rips this <laughs> rips this stuff bear apart to reveal that it merely just became a giant huge oversized sort of robot thing so yeah, and then then Justice uses uses his juju powers to vaporize it, and uh, Kane's like, can I at least knock this dude out? And so surely he does. So Kane agrees to stay on the New Warriors because the entire time, like Kane's function is is like, like like the only lines he says for most of the series is, "I'm not Spider Man, I'm not a hero, get me the f out of here." So wow that. That is, I, I, I kind of went into pretty good detail there, but I do go into further detail next episode when we cover Scarlet Spider and the New Warriors, covering every single appearance involving the Scarlet Spider, New Warriors, including that, that now classic story known as Nightmare on Scarlet.
1: Ooh, what a tease!
0: Yep. So that is that's is what's going on next episode. But before we do that, let's do the uh, let's talk about this particular book. Now this book is over.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What do you think, there, Gerard? Oh, what
2: a disappointment! Um, I remember when this book started. Remember how excited we were the first four issues? Oh, I know how we were going around recommending everyone read it, and how we we're like, oh man, this is great stuff! Like, uh, th- thank goodness we got an actual good Spider-Man book going on right now, and. Oh, my God. We, 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 I mean, we just recounted it. There really are only about six good issues of, out of 25, which is the, the first four. And even then, I think issue three might be crap. I don't really remember. Yeah, so the first four, basically, and then issue 12, and I, I would throw in issue 24. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. much it, isn't it? I mean, the rest, uh, well, the rest of it is mediocre to bad.
0: Uh, there's there's some legitimately bad issues and there's i mean i think the texas swister arc we were kind of hard on but it's not it's not as bad i i think if if you read it now as a book especially i'm reading through the prism of really really bad spider-man stories so (laughs) it may be affecting my affecting my judgment on it a little bit but i thought uh, like if you go okay well i'll break it down arc by arc first four issues we liked a lot issue five we hated is that the one with the random avengers cameos Yes, that was one of the needless random Avengers cameos where Nick Fury issue, shows
2: up, and I'm like, "Why is Nick Fury black?"
0: Yeah, yeah. And you're like, "Thank you, Chris Yost, for bringing in Nick Fury Jr." So then you, um, then you have issue six, which uh, that was the uh, appearance of Anna, Anna Craven. That was the last segment issue, which we, I think we liked that one.
2: I vaguely remember liking. Well, no, I remember liking the art, but I don't. I don't think I liked the issue because Anna Craven yeah. wasn't it.
0: Yeah, yeah, because you. All, I think you called her actually Spittles, Skittles, the Penny Hooker during that during that review. So then we have got, um, and then we did. Uh, then he had the three issue arc with the Texas Twisters, which I didn't hate, but I think we were kind of iffy on the Koi Fam art. Yeah, that was when yeah. they announced that he was going to be the
2: regular artist. and I think that was the only arc he did. There's, no, uh, he did, there's a he, story he, there.
0: Yeah, he, he no he did a few he did a few issues afterwards. Hmm? He had he had several fill ins though. I remember he did. I think he did one of the rodeo issues. I know that. Yeah, he did. He did, he did the. Uh, he did issue sixteen. So, and then we did. Um, we had twelve issue twelve. That's, that's so that the took best. Us- that's the
2: best issue of the series.
0: Yeah, and then you had twelve point one, which we we're kind of like, oh, why do we do twelve point one?
2: Where I was convinced they may- they might have mixed up the covers, and issue twelve was supposed to be twelve point one, and issue twelve point one is supposed to be twelve.
0: Yeah, yeah that's true. Story. I'm thoroughly convinced of that. <laughs> And so then you had uh, so you had twelve point one. Then we had issues thirteen through fifteen, which was the uh, in the midst of wolves, oh, which is where Kane died. That was crap. And, and you, yeah, you didn't like that one. So that, that was that was a low point. And then uh, we had issue sixteen, which was a high point. That was the good old fashioned rodeo issue. I don't remember that at all, really. That was the one where they went to the rodeo. Oh, I know, like, I
2: know, where the armadillo or, or Razorback, Razorback was there.
0: Razorback showed up. Yeah, all that. So then we had that one. Um where we had Kane. On, remember, we had Scarlet Spider on a horse. Oh yeah! Remember? Oh yeah! That's right. Yeah, that was like glorious. And then you had uh, okay. Then we had the Wolverine arc. What the? Oh, yeah. oh the Thieves Guild. Yeah, the, the Assassins Guild. Um, were versus Wolverine and, and Kane. Then we had sibling rivalry, and then we had the issues we covered tonight. So.
2: Okay. I, first of all, I miscounted. That means there's 26 issues because I forgot about 12.1.
0: Yeah, I forgot about twelve point one until I started like going down the books. So twenty, I mean twenty six issues is not a bad run. You got to give it, got to give it that. Uh, but at one point, at one point, this is the absurdity of Marvel nowadays. At one point, Scarlet Spider was the long had the highest issue number of any title in Marvel. That's, oh my god, in Marvel? Yes. Oh, that's right because they did the whole uh, age of they, well, the
2: heroic they age. Were,
0: well, they, they did the heroic age then they did uh, all new marvel now oh jeez like at one point the, the the top 3 longest series were and i kid you not was wolverine and the x-men oh my god venom and scarlet spider
2: oh that just if the, nothing else that just goes to show how out of control these renumbering schemes have gone
0: yeah it's it's just nuts so yeah so at, at one point it was the third Longest continuous running title in Marvel, uh, in terms of issue numbers. So for a particular volume, so that's so. I mean, we had, uh, you know, I, I, overall, I'm going to give, I'm going to give the series a C plus. Oh my god, we're giving grants for the whole series. I had, I, I should was- have crammed. No, no, just just kind of just going off my going off what I remember us giving it. Overall, you got to give the series a C plus. Uh, I would give it a C plus just because there was a couple of legitimately bad issues in there that kind of offsets the good ones, uh, and then you had some mediocre ones. So uh, I mean,
2: yeah, see you're a lot more positive than I am. I think if I had to, if we're going with thumbs up or thumbs down on the whole series, I think I'm going thumbs down to be honest. I feel, I feel like it, it pissed away its premise.
0: Uh, well, I, I think it lost significantly its momentum whenever they brought in Dark Peter Parker as Otto Octavius. Well, um, that's true
2: because the whole reason for the series was to have a different kind of Spider-Man. Yep. And they completely screwed that up by making... <laughs> Super Spider-Man. Uh, yes, yeah, that's true, but at the same time, I'm, I, I wasn't reading it that way. I was reading this in a vacuum where I had stopped reading Amazing Spider-Man partway through. I don't remember when uh, this debuted relative to issue 700, but I feel like they were parallel for a short while at least. Uh, For the, the really the second year of the series. Okay. But The point is, so from that point onward, I was reading this in a vacuum. I couldn't care less what was happening in... in Superior, in fact. That's the I stopped reading this series because I was disappointed that and uh, how it had turned out, and also because quite flat out, I wasn't going to pay for anything with Superior Spider-Man in it. Yeah, and when that st- when sibling rivalry was coming up, I'm like, I'm out.
0: Yeah, I remember you announcing that on the show.
2: Piss off, <laughs> scroll Spider! Like I'm, I'm done. So, uh, I don't know. I, I just I feel disappointed at the end because the amount of just the excitement and stuff that I had when the series first started just completely dissipated. Because the following issues just didn't live up to the promise of what we got. It had flashes of brilliance, like issue 12 and such. But, uh, by and large, I just, I didn't like what what we ended up getting. I felt like it should have been a lot better. And that hurts, because I really like all the characters that they introduce in this series.
0: I think... I think if Yost hadn't gotten so busy on some of the stuff he was working on outside of Scarlet Out Spider, and if he had really time to devote the time and the love for the character, he would have done a lot better.
1: Mm, I don't know. See, I don't.
2: I,
0: don't know. I actually want to see. I want to see Yost tackle Peter Parker. Well, I, I want to Peter. see anybody not Dan Slott tackle Peter Parker at this point. But I I would love to see him actually tackle Peter Parker as Spider Man, not this wish not as uh as my co-host on Crawl Space has said, the wish for wish fulfillment Peter Parker
2: on the what's what, what now?
0: Uh, Crawl Space, never heard of it. Um. So anyway, <laughs> it's only been around for it's only been around for ten years. Yeah, uh, <laughs> half the length of time as this show. Oh, jeez, oh, the
2: show's been around too long, too. We need to finish this eventually. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the characters. So you're telling me that... A su- okay, so this weird issue with the giant bear. Yeah. wall
0: issue. Yeah. yeah, but there's no mention of, 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 of his husband's condition.
2: Well, other than the fact that he's alive. Yeah. So we know he doesn't die. Uh, do we get uh, Annabelle or... Well, Araceli's with him, so... No Annabelle in this. No issue. Annabelle in that issue either, huh? So that means her her last appearance is in. This is. Issue, issue 25. Yep. Is in 25. Same thing with Donald. His last appearance is Issue 25. Araceli carries on with him. That's another thing. I really love Araceli as a character. I never wanted to see her as a superhero. Yeah,
0: it's well, reasons, I mean. One of the reasons I never well,
2: read New Warriors, I said. It.
0: I will say this. The, the thing you like about Araceli is. She that's that's definitely it carries over because she's kind of the kid in the candy store type character. Mm. That uh, th- th- I, I check out New Warriors. I'm not going to say not to check out New Warriors, but I mean for the completists out there that want to get the complete story with Kane, not much happens involving Kane. straight up, which is a real disappointment because the writer of Scrod Spider wrote that series. Well, I, I think the problem is is there was. There was so much that he was trying to build up. I think if they got in a second year of New Warriors, he was going to touch more upon Araceli's origins and
2: Oh my god, are you telling me we still never got a resolution to this? Nope. God, I want to take a baseball bat to Yo's face right now. I really do. They introduced this in issue one of Scarlet Spider.
0: I know, and I know. you're telling
2: me now in the year. Tw- this is we're recording this four years after this series debuted. You're telling me they still haven't resolved it, and they never will. She's too obscure. Oh. She's too obscure of a character. I, I'm sure.
0: She, I doubt. She maybe, she's, has she even appeared since New Warriors ended? Um, not that I. well, uh, I think she might have appeared in a panel where the New Warriors got their butts kicked by the uh, Inhibitors during Spider Verse. But other than that, no. Uh kid
2: see this is exactly what i'm talking about with the, with these guys nowadays where they introduce all this stuff and then they just piss it away
0: i'm looking at yeah, it well, you know maybe Dickman. you're the king of this oh god uh maybe um if we ever can get a interview with um mr ghost we'll ask him what he wanted to do with the character
2: well it doesn't matter now <laughs> Does it doesn't Uh, I'm just so disappointed and of course I I really grew to love Annabelle in this series too she's never never appeared since Don Wally never appeared since except for I,
0: I I gotta give Chris Yost credit he created a universe that you really were genuinely invested in the character
2: yeah but so what he barely did anything with them over the series.
0: Yeah, I mean, he, there was a lot of focus on Kane, which is obvious for obvious reasons.
2: The best parts of the series is when Kane was interacting with all those characters. That's Yeah. You know, that's what, issue 12 is entirely that. Yeah, pretty much. And, and then, but what's the point? If you, you can have the greatest supporting cast in the world, it doesn't matter if they never do anything with them, and they never did. And they never appeared since, so what's the... That's a lot of wasted effort for nothing, isn't it? To get, what, six good issues in a 26-issue run? <laughs> that hurts, man. Yeah. I don't
0: know.
2: Maybe maybe I'm being harsh on this more so than I need to be, but I, it's hard to, to articulate just how disappointed I am looking back at how this series ended up versus how wide-eyed and optimistic I was during the early part of the series. Yeah. I don't know when the turn happened. At some point, I turned and people were like, is that a series worth reading? And, and I would always say yes in the beginning. At some point, I started saying no, and I don't know when that was. It was during the first year. It might have been around issue 10, 11-ish, somewhere around there. And I got excited again with issue 12, but it's hard to recommend this series to people outside of that because it, just knowing that it never lives up to what it could have been. Yeah. Would you like to see another Scarlet Spider, Kane series?
0: Oh, I just want to see Scarlet Spider and Peter Parker. Peter Parker, not not uh, inhibited Peter Parker. Peter freaking Parker interact. That's what I want to see. Mm. Before I get a Kane Scarlet Spider series, I just want to see Peter Parker actually sit down and, and swap stories with Kane or team up with Kane. That would be fun. Because we got that well, we got the Spider-Verse. Horse. Shit. He was in freaking he was off on his little damn side mission that was the mini series.
2: Oh yeah. yeah. And even if they did interact, it probably didn't go anywhere. Wouldn't well nothing would have came of it. Ugh. See, uh, mm. See cuz I like the idea of what they tried to do with Kane, but again, I keep coming back to this. They they pissed away any any real promise that it had. I, th- yeah. I I okay, less so with with Kane being a hero. I think we got a pretty decent arc here. Although although he ended it the way he started it. Right. Which which really annoys me because it just basically says, "Oh, all that stuff that you just read, eh, he learned nothing from it."
0: Mm, yeah.
2: Aside from picking up a sidekick, you could have just skipped the entire series as far as his character development goes. Beginning at issue 1, he's on his way to Mexico
0: he ends up in mexico and, oh, and, wow.
2: a, and doesn't want to be a hero at the end of issue 26 he's in mexico and doesn't want to be a hero
0: <laughs> i will say this though he his desire to be a hero was very small when he started the series but his desire to be a hero at the end of the series is probably greater but there's there's still there's a different type of reluctance but you're, but, but you're telling
2: w- me he spent most of New Warriors trying not to be a hero. Is that what you said
0: earlier? More or less.
2: <sighs> I'm shaking my head.
0: <laughs> you know, but at the end, like at towards the end of New Warriors, he actually is like, you know what? F this. I'm gonna kick. I'm gonna just beat everybody's. He does attempt to try to try to make a, even a sacrifice to save everybody.
2: Okay, and then the series is canceled a week later. We never saw him again. <laughs> Aside from Spider Verse.
0: Yeah. Well, we're about to see him again there, and this fall there are Tour. Oh, but be f-
2: that because he's going to be written by slot again. They're probably going to kill him off because they don't have anything to do with him.
0: We'll see. We'll see. Slot he slot was the one that killed him off and then brought him back again last time. So who knows?
2: Mm. Uh, I don't know. We'll we'll find out. I guess. Not looking forward to it. I guess we're going to have to cover that on this show, aren't we? Uh, God damn it.
0: Mm, maybe we'll do a, a solo episode.
2: <laughs> we'll have to see how this shakes out. I'm sure, yeah. again, this is a Dan Slot story, so they'll build it into the biggest, biggest, baddest thing. They'll be like, oh my God, you have to read this story. Everything will change forever. Like they
0: do every time, every
2: six months with Slot.
0: Yeah, it's a true story. So, um,. I kind of already teased it a little bit earlier, but to give you a bit of uh, to wrap the show up, any other final thoughts there, Mister Delator?
2: Uh, I really wish this series had been better, <laughs> but there are enough bright spots to recommend pockets of it.
0: There you go. That's kind of that's kind of how I feel. I feel like this series had a lot of had had potential, lived up to it somewhat, but there was a lot left on the table. Mm-hmm.
2: I want to see Kane again in, in, as a as Scarlet Spider.
0: Yeah, I think he's earned the moniker.
2: I guess. I, mean, I don't
0: know what that means exactly, but Well, I mean, I mean, it's, it's, he, I think Ben would be proud of Kane. Mm,
2: hard to say. I guess we should have found out in, uh, you know, we should have found that out in Spider-Verse
0: if it was better written. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, there wasn't enough interaction between the two. Even though they were in a miniseries together, they kind of were off on their little, they were all separated. But, um, we may review the, honestly, we may sit down and do a review of the three issue miniseries. That's true. Because really, that's true. We just kind of did a whole big lump, lump of shit, lump of shit review for the whole story. Yeah. I'd like to, I'd like to sit down and like do a three issue, um, just cover it and, and, and get it done. You know what I mean? Right. So, and, and kind of give the overall gist of Spider-Verse before and after.
2: <laughs> I don't think I, ever, I don't think we ever did get around to, to, Oh wait, no, you know what? I think we recorded that episode of made it one day where we talked about that. We did. We did. That was on one. Of, well, I don't
0: think you were there. But I, I, that, no, I was there. That's one of the, really? Cause I don't know. No, the, we, I, we covered the, the, the preview issue, issue eight.
2: Issue eight, yeah, I think. But I'm saying we, we did an episode where we covered just generally the how many oh. story and things. That was one of the things that broke me and said I don't know if I want to do this anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stupidity in that's in that particular book. Speaking of stupidity, <laughs> fun, no. hey, hey, fun fact, uh,
2: you know, you know, the issue or, or was it Amazing Eight or whatever it was. Yeah, I read that story I think on a Wednesday when the issue came out. Yeah. I was hospitalized by Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, that was the yeah. weekend <laughs> I
0: got hospitalized. That comic book tried to kill me. God Almighty! I think we recorded. Didn't we record? Like it came out on a Wednesday. We recorded on a Thursday, and you were in the hospital by Saturday, by Sunday. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, awesome. uh, uh, one of these days, that that particular show will uh, be released. I guess.
2: Yeah, keep your eyes peeled, and, 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 and I keep bringing it up. April, something's happening here.
0: April, oh, so see what I'm doing a, here. It, yeah, I see what you're doing there, and there may be a. I will say this: there is a new show on the network in development. <sighs> Could it be?
2: I don't know what it is. I don't know what the hell you're talking about.
0: <laughs> uh, I'll explain to De La Tour off. Off, off uh, air. But uh, we do have a show that's in development that I think will be it'll be a different show, different vibe, different feel. But it will be it will be Spider Man. Um, we will uh, when when it comes time to announce it, we will announce it. But uh, anyway, uh, next episode here on Clone Saga Chronicles, the podcast, we will have our uh, Scarlet Spider and the New Warriors episode. Now, this is a unique episode because this is a uh, a solo. Um. Solo episode with just me. I'm flying. I'm flying by myself. Uh, I uh, I go through all of the appearances of Scarlet Spider in the New Warriors series in the '90s. Kind of you know, beat by beat, what did Scarlet Spider do in these issues? Uh, I don't really cover the New Warriors part because really I don't care about the New Warriors part because it's the New Warriors. And uh, then I go through the Chris Yost helmed uh, New Warriors series and uh, talk about what happened after the events of this series that we just wrapped up tonight on this particular episode. So, um, that will be episode 55. This was episode 54 of the Clone Sire Chronicles podcast. Be sure to check out uh, Spectacular Radio. We got a new episode uh, out recently with Greg Wiseman, myself, and Greg Bashansky, the host of the show, talking about um, the... Episode featuring Harry Osborn maybe becoming the Green Goblin? Question mark. So that was a fun, fun episode. Really fun, insightful uh, episode with uh, Mister Greg Wiseman. And uh, we'll have uh, as what Gerard um, said in April. April, Gerard. Mm-hmm. Something happening along with Mayday Mondays, possibly. And I think sometime in April. Our new show will be debuting, so you'll have a, you have a lot of brand new content on the network. So keep your eyes peeled to SpideyDude.com. Also, come by Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. We usually have some sort of new post up every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and uh, we got news, reviews. In fact, uh, recently we did. Uh, Jason Hendricks did a review of the first appearance of Punisher on on the uh, on the website in honor of uh, Daredevil. The new Daredevil Netflix series out on Netflix, obviously. Season two featured uh, Daredevil and the Punisher. So and what website is this, Zach? Um you can see that all on Spidey the just, reviews. You hadn't given the URL, it's why. oh yeah, it's it's all all of that, of course, is on our website, Spidey Dude.com. I'm Zach Joyner, your friendly neighborhood webmaster of the site and host of Clone Sire Chronicles and executive producer of all the shows. We appreciate your listening, and we will see you next time. You're on CSC. And I couldn't let uh, a regular episode of CSC go too long, much longer without a blooper reel. So without further ado, here's the bloopers.